Michael Jackson eventually. Excuse me. Not wherever smoke Gouda, my man. You have to have that accent. I'm not a fan of. I don't know where Bree's from. Tripping. Munster. I know that Taylor's favorite cheese is Brie. Or Devin. I'm going Snap somewhere besides Snap because I can't. Schweinsteiger. I sent it to you on Discord. It won't let me download it. Really? I saved it. I'll send it to you. Cool. Just whenever. No rush. But your your Snapchat send it to you there. Hoffenheim. I'm in the podcast. Farfen new again. Yo, what? I've heard that word before, and I was trying to figure out the other day how do you spell it. What word? It starts with an F. What word? Thank you. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that's, that's it. How else, though? But well, I, what's the rest I used of to it? have a sweater that actually had it written across the chest. Barfing I feel like it starts with a G. You know what it means. I don't. It's driving pleasure. Oh, okay. What's the word? Farfenugan? Never mind. <laughs> I was like, like, hold on, I got right? this. Ah. No, I don't. Yeah, I've never you heard should of be that. Able to yeah, you have. Welcome to episode motherfucking 50. Farfenugan episode. Wow. Oh, good shit. The hype button returns. <laughs> Do that again in the mic. Nice. All right. I'm not deaf. Uh, <laughs> I'm not deaf. This is episode 50 of Ghost in the Ox podcast. I'm Devin. I've got a packed episode today. First of all, I'm going to say follow the Twitter at Ghost in the Ox. Follow the Instagram at Ghost in the Ox. Do we it. also have Patreon. Do that. If you want to waste $5 a month, that'd be cool. Um, it's a waste to you, but it'll be cool for us or me. Well, sometimes us, but mostly me. Um, <laughs> oh, I figured out how to spell it. Oh, spell it real quick. Farfignugan. Farfignugan. It's F-A-H-R-V-E-R-G-N-U-G-E-N. And it's German. It's definitely German, but it's... Yeah. Look, look, <laughs> That's Kevin, everybody. Hey, I'm back. He hasn't been here in the fucking, like, Century. 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> 18. Years. 18, exactly. It literally is... Oh, white racehorse. No, the, no, right there. The white race? Oh. The bunch <laughs> Dog. <laughs> we got Kevin here. We got Andreas. What's hey. up? What's up? We got uh, Gage. Yo. I almost forgot your name for like a second. You wrong for that? I live with you. We got Trey. Hello. And special guest, Mi Madre. Mom. What's up? I'm Storm. Oh, you gotta get closer to the mic than that. I'm Storm. That's better. That sounds yeah, a little bit better. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, intimate no. with it. My Storm. Mom. My. <laughs> you know who else does a podcast? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. My she doesn't. Man. Um, I do now. My mom. <laughs> Put it on the resume. Is that you that just did that? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Hold on. We both just did that. I guess so. You're yeah, not we, my me dad. And him did it at the same time. Did you? I heard both at the same time. I guess. And that. My oh, man. Yes. We just gotta record you both doing it and sync it up, my and mom. it's like. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> oh my Make that a button. Yeah, a sound effect. Yeah. So I, I've been doing, I've been, so I got that. Take it away from me. <laughs> take oh, take yeah. it away. I got the hype button there for open mics, and um, I'm thinking about getting just a whole table full of other buttons with different sound effects. People are going to think you're Yo, trying you, to like, you know, you've seen the buttons where people teach their pets. Yeah. I was just about to say, nugget the mini husky. Yeah, just be, yeah. Just have all the ones like, you're small, you're a bitch. Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> you know, Work harder. But they're going to the... be all open mic related. So it's like, boo, you stink. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. You're bad. Someone's like, how much for that one? Yeah. <laughs> um, so just a piece of info, I guess, about how this episode is going to work. I'm actually, this is a special. This is episode 50, half a century amount of episodes. This is right going to be five hours long. This is going to be a very long episode because we're doing two different sessions with two different casts. Two pots. With some, with some overlap. Um, we also have a lot of mimosas to get through. We yeah. have a lot of mimosas here. Um, Oops, and Pellegrino. 
thank you, Trey, for the for the gourmet water. Gourmet water. Yes. Check out the clip. Are you gonna post that clip on Twitter? Of the sabering? Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably post yeah, that. Check oh, the absolutely. clip out. Yeah. That was sick. You're gonna you. you're gonna be the first like human face that's ever on the on the Twitter. Hell yeah. On on the podcast. Twitter. I'm, I'm for, honored. For episode, I think that's appropriate for episode. I'll retweet six. it. Yeah. Start unveiling. Yeah. Unveiling. <laughs> yeah like, behind the curtain, look. Like we should just post his yeah. profile as like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Very in, in, in under the. I room. have a professional drone flyer on like my podcast. <laughs> yeah, who, who crashed his drone <laughs> and broke all the propellers on it at once, <laughs> trying to get a, a photo. As a, that sucks. Know. As a fellow drone flyer, that breaks my heart. It happens. Someone needs to hand that to him. Oh no! no I was as a as a fellow drone flyer, you probably understand the pain of it being perfectly still and stable until oops, navigation error. I guess I should probably just like fly hard left until it just safety to, happens. It, it, it's like self destruct yeah. mode with yeah. like a faulty GPS error. There's no yeah. like intermediate like I'm gonna land and make sure I can get home. It's just like whenever you see those crackheads like. On the streets, running after their their last dose. <laughs> well, like, what's the what's supposed to happen when that like when it loses connection? It's supposed to just fly up to like I think at two hundred feet or something like that. Oh, that wasn't happening. And then it goes to <laughs> and then it goes to your spot. But instead, it was like navigation error, right into the corner of the wall there, and then That's unfortunate. onto the. How many spare propellers you got? Are those? I have, I have enough to replace the them all. Right there? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Those aren't propellers there, right? That's something else. I don't know what they would be pieces of propellers. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah that would have been yeah. depressing. That'll suck, mom. So I know you don't have you have limited time here. So I know you had mm-hmm. a handful of like things you wanted to just discuss in stories. Um, this is your first time ever on the podcast. It's taken a long time to get you here. It is, it is my first time officially on the podcast. Uh, we talk about it a lot though, and I think there's been different times I've you know shared some funny ideas that we got a good laugh at, and I listened to your podcast, so I'm. Thank you. I, pretty I familiar. Come along, number right? three fan. And he's become <laughs> number three fan. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't call you number one or two because this slot's already taken. Okay, I don't know. Who's number one? Who's number two? I know. Number, number one, one and two are probably back and forth between and my friend Alex. Oh, I was gonna say I don't know because still, if they're not around, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. I'm Where gonna, are they now? Yeah, they're not on episode fifty. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, facts. <laughs> That's I'm why joking. they're fans. I'm, I'm they're not, not co-hosts. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, we're not discrediting you guys. Thank you guys. If you don't show up for a period of time, you just become a cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> Alex has only been on the pod once, and it was when it was uh, I was interviewing his friend's band, um, We Are Generation, and that's oh, actually yeah. my most viewed episode. Yeah. Um, and he was just there in the background. He we talked about Star Wars and stuff. <laughs> Shouting a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he's been on twice. Only once that the audience has heard it so far, because the other episode hasn't come out yet. But um, I listen to the ones while I'm at work. Do you? Yeah. I, oh, I, fuck yeah. I listen to them on my... I have a speaker set up on my toolbox, and a lot of the times people will demand I play other various things mm-hmm. based on their likes and stuff. And then I'll just say, fuck you, and like put on the podcast and stuff Hell yeah. like nice. that. Hey. And then they get mad because they I'm over in the corner laughing and what have you. And, you know, listening to my buddy, I haven't got to be on the show with for some time, just progress and bullshit some more and have some good content with y'all. And it's just a laugh for me. And I enjoy it. People at work can fuck off. I, <laughs> I listen to it. So you Big listen facts. to them. Do you randomly like select like. Yeah, I will literally do that scroll and then stop thing. And then yeah. whatever I land on, I've listened to like some that we're on. I've listened to some that I, I haven't been a part of. And like, they're all awesome. So it's been a long ass time since you've been on, dude. Oh what was God. the Big Toast 2020? 
or, or the <laughs> big, big toast. toast yeah 2024 that was like number one or something I I think. Like, yeah that one was that was a fun episode i, was, I listened fun. to that one the other day nice nice i could hear like we're, my sinuses giving out we were <laughs> we were coming up with presidential candidates a big toast big toast mom so back to you mm-hmm. um Sorry. topics <laughs> you told me the other day the other night you had a couple things you kind of wanted to bullshit about yeah, I was trying to figure out or get an idea. I stay pretty busy. and uh, So, mm-hmm. background. What do you do f- sure. for a living? And then that will give background on what you're going to talk about. Sure. I work in... Um, so, I work in human resources, business, and recruiting. My focus has been on uh, mostly recruiting and hiring people. And it's a really interesting interaction with people. You meet a lot of people that have different backgrounds, ideals... We cover different topics and working with so many different recruiters that hire people in a high staffing uh, environment. Lots of people come in. I do see that it becomes very almost impersonable. (laughs) You know, they follow a certain, they ask those questions on the piece of paper, you know, and, and it just seems very inauthentic. And I try to find ways to, actually make people feel comfortable about the job. They understand what the expectations are and they're making uh, or providing real answers about shout out to Rue back there. Yeah, <laughs> co-host. And, uh, and you know, help them, help them feel comfortable enough to open up and, and talk about, you know, the reality of the role and help them um, <clears throat> be honest with the situation. A lot of people just need a job. Mm-hmm. Totally get that. Um, the roles and, uh, types of in, in positions that I've been hiring for over the years are generally in various particular, very specific topics or career lines, uh, doctors, nurses, um, there's been engineers, there's been mechanics, there are um, uh, people in the airlines, some of have worked in um, military so, I mean, it's all over the place. I have some that work in insurance. I have some that work with social media and reporting and is, is pretty interesting, but all over the place. And so it's really tapping into the right person for the right job and how they go through those processes and how they, um, they progress. It's really interesting. <laughs> I've heard some really crazy stories. I was about to say that I couldn't imagine the number of people you come in where you're just like, whoa. Like just based on whether it's credentials or like their past and they're trying to get out of a hole and they're like, I just need work. And then they spill their beans and you're kind of like, all right, well, okay. So mm-hmm. sounds good. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then on the other end of the spectrum, I bet you meet a lot of people who are beyond, beyond underqualified and they're just like, I guess, shooting in the dark. Like, can I get this job? Like, and they have like, they do not belong there at all. We call that hope. Hope. Yeah. Hopes and dreams. Yeah, I, I enjoy working with um with psychologists, that's for sure. Oh. Intermission. Holy crap. <laughs> Crisis averted. <laughs> that was terrifying. Rue Ru almost knocked over a mic there. There we go. Rue or so Hurricane? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I enjoy working with psychologists because I'm able to get some really interesting feedback on how how to how to determine if they are saying things that are actually authentic to their desire to succeed in that particular role or if they're just saying what I want to hear right and that that is that can be some that can be kind of tricky uh, but yes I absolutely meet some people and it's it's it just um, they just don't 
may, it's just not that important. So <laughs> it's just not what they're looking for. Yeah. And it's kind of funny to, to hear the difference be how, uh, between how I will address those interactions and those interviews as opposed to how other um, recruiters or people hiring will interact and excuse me interact in those situations I will call them straight out I just say you know I don't understand why you <laughs> wouldn't want to go and do these things but you're implying or you're applying for this this role well you know I really need this or I really like working with people. Yeah, yeah. but you haven't given me those impressions. I was, like, I, was like, I was gonna say you're talking about like engineers and shit. Like, why are you yeah. out engineering? Like, yeah. <laughs> why are you applying for this? Right. Like different questions of you know, well, how do you how do you feel about uh, solving problems or repetitive problems and you know repetition and doing things over and over and over. Oh, I hate repeating myself. And it's like, well, how are you gonna go th- through yeah. that? You know, you're, it's your it's your job to come up with the solution you, of why it's not where somebody else has the uh, the problem. So you have to try it over and over and over and over until you finally find that thing that's like, oh, it's got to go this way instead of that way. And mm-hmm. the, the one person that comes in when you ask them to tell them a little about themselves, and they're like, I hate dogs. Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're applying for a veterinarian position. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Exactly. Like, you or, hate dogs, or it's like a very team-oriented job. Like I just hate people. Like, yeah, I right. don't get along with no I one. I don't get along with. Right. I'm a, or I'm allergic to whatever. <laughs> I, like, I hate well, kids. It's like well, the teacher role is definitely. You know, kid oriented. Allergic to dry erase boards. <laughs> or they have a different motive, and that's something you got to get into. Yeah, too. and that's that's scary. There's um like there's a particular role that I'm hiring for, and I th- I find it very interesting, and it's just because that's where my focus is right now, and it is it does tie into what's going on in society, um or in current events anyway. Yeah. Uh, we all know Twitter is going through some transitions, which I you know I, I think it was pretty funny what he said um, about um what what did he say the uh, the, what did he say about the sink? <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> yeah, Elon, Elon Musk. When, <laughs> yeah. He, when he when he pulled up to quit, uh, Twitter headquarters, he brought a sink with him, like an actual. Oh, let sink. that sink in. That's let what the, he said. Yeah, he posted it with the caption, "Let that sink in." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> yeah, he brought funny. he brought an actual sink. And just posted, oh, let wow. that sink like in. Like a big porcelain sink, wow. yeah. What the f- like the meme, let that sink in. It's a weird flex. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Lon. But I, it, I, you know, I there's a lot of things I like about the guy, and I appreciate the um, the challenge to just the general norm. I like that he is a habitual line stepper. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he's one of those people. He's, he's like, don't put me in that box. Yeah. And don't don't tell me I can't. He's not I'll, scared he's to say an impression. He's one of the richest men in the world. Yeah. And if, hey, if we're being real, the best thing that he could do for humanity at this point is bankrupt Twitter. I am, <laughs> I am praying on not his downfall, but his bringing the downfall of that hell site. Like, you know, he's talking about bringing back Vine. Bro. Because Twitter, t- Twitter, well, Twitter bought Vine and then shut it down. Twitter bought Vine and shut it down. Yeah, like yeah. years ago. Yeah, oh, that's what doing, that's what happened doing, to Vine. Massive L on their part. Holy crap! He's doing one of the most, I think, smart. He's taking one of the most best directions that you possibly could. There, there is talk about um, having the freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. That was the big obstacle that they had discussed, and he said, "Well, I will buy it out. People can say what they want. Charge you eight bucks. Now it's not free." Hey, there you go. So but that's now for the eight bucks is for that blue check, though. Well, it's it's for a bunch of things. Yeah. It's it for, also balances. It, it's like out. a subscription. They they already had a thing called Twitter Blue, which was like a premium subscription service that mm-hmm. you uh, 
you I don't know you got like different analytics and features for like promoting stuff and all this other stuff it pretty much created your like customer acquisition as far as being a Twitter certified yeah. user yeah <laughs> and then the the whole blue check thing was like a status symbol it be well no it didn't start as one it became a status symbol and it was a, 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 initially just a badge of saying you if you're like a public figure or politician or celebrity or whoever the fuck it's a, just a badge saying you are actually this person. Like it's, it's not just an account posing yeah. as you. Mm-hmm. And then over time, as more and more people got those checks, it became like a status symbol. Like well, we're it, all in this I, club. I can tell you the moment, the moment that that like officially shifted was the moment that they, un, they invalidated Milo Yiannopoulos mm. because it was used as that for a long time until Milo sent some shit and then they took his blue check away. As so, so as to at that point effectively either deperson him or completely negate the validity of the blue check mark verifying that you're a real person. Thank you, because now I can put Miley Yiannopoulos in the tags for this. There you go. Yes. Hey. <laughs> you're very welcome. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, I also know that AOC got all ticked off because she got charged eight bucks and didn't want to pay for <laughs> having to pay yeah, for Just her, communist her, things. Right. <laughs> Casual communist. But the, uh, the, one of the roles that I'm hiring for is for content moderators. And after I really dug deep into what it would take to be a good t- content moderator, I mean, that's one of the toughest jobs I have ever seen. Sure. I'll tell you what, having been, having grown up on the internet uh-huh. since I was nine years old and I was on there during like the early, like the late internet 1.0 days, pretty much onwards. Dial up. I've seen some, I've been desensitized to a lot of shit. I can say without a yeah. fact I know that you're that they're not offering remote work. Unfortunately, it sucks because you wouldn't you wouldn't meet anyone more built for this job. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, because I I've seen it all, and it's been there's, like there's so true. many. I mean, you really don't want shit. somebody working oh from God. home looking at stuff like that all day. I mean, the possibility of of some horrid, wretched stuff. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, that could drive you crazy. Oh, trust me, I know. And um, <laughs> so that was that was He's already there. Something that, that hit already me. there. When I thought about some of the worst things that I could think of, now I can get pretty, pretty bad. But then I realized later on, you know, oh damn, I, I just thought about the worst things that I could think of. I haven't thought about the worst person that's out there, and what they look at, or you know, some of the other countries and how bad that it could be in, in my perspective. Yeah. So it's just you know, it, it really took me a minute to process that Deep. and what they do. I think the worst things that I ever see on the internet on the internet are like violence against people who are completely unrelated to that person who's committing the violence. Like, like one, like you always see these like, like innocent death, essentially. innocent death, like tragic accidents and like workplace that's things. Construction. That's kind of different, but someone who's deliberately going and doing yeah, something that, that's to where, another human, that's like the worst to me. That's like, that's what actually bothers me where people should start questioning you. Yeah. Like, Oh, I watch this for entertainment. It's like, do you, right. Like, do you, that, I that bothers me in movies too. Like, I don't, I like, I don't mind violence in movies or like gore and stuff, but specifically when it's happening to someone who's innocent, that yeah. like irks me to my core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's valid. But then you have, but so like, what do you feel about, uh, okay, so here's a really good uh, in-between for that. Movies like Saw, right? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, Fuck Saw. they're like, they technically they're not innocent, these people. They're in there for a reason. In the eyes of... The but does it warrant all of that? Saw. You know what I mean? Does that like kind of like meet it that criteria? Usually, well, okay, I don't remember 
every single person in those movies and what they were in there for. They were like, but, they had correlation. Yeah, that usually they were like... Stuff like cheating on their significant other and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't that. think you deserve to get like thrown on a bed of nails with syringes and shit just because you cheated on somebody. Like That's, I mean, you, you deserve... I guess karma for that for cheating. You deserve but like, something. Yeah, but that's like, a little more. That's know, like capital K karma. Yeah, I don't know about like brutal death. Yeah, though <laughs> no, that's a little different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I was having that talk with somebody the other day about uh, reaching justice and how that gets balanced. Because you're right, there's things that are certainly not that we do that we don't think about other people, and we we don't we don't think about other people enough and respect their position. And it's you don't have to go one way or the other. You know, I just, just respect that you have a different opinion and move forward and thank you for sharing and mm-hmm. continue forward. But yeah, the people don't respect each other enough and that's partly where it goes because they're just oblivious to the possibility of somebody else having a different outcome or objective or how it might affect them. So they they react so strongly. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I, I was... I, okay, I don't want to get political because this is not a political show. That's the number one thing we don't talk about. But this is <laughs> vaguely adjacent to politics. There was a, something I was listening to about this guy who I guess was like... There were basically two um, different like political groups on this campus that were very like um, adamant and very... Um, Passionate? Uh, yeah, passionate. I wouldn't quite say radical because they weren't like radicalized yet, but they were very passionate. Yet. Fiery. <laughs> yeah. They were probably on the road to it. Yeah. But what he said that he did was he actually had those two groups and had them. He did like an exercise with them where he made them not talk and just stare at each other in the eyes and not speak anything, but just told them, look each other in the eyes, like the opposite, one person from each group, and just think about that other person's life. And it basically made them humanize each other. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, they he, he said that like 100% of them, after the fact, had realized that they had never thought of the other person as even a person. Yeah. Just a, like a force, mm-hmm. like an entity. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's really crazy to me. I look at I look at that shit on a daily basis, just being as considerate as I can be. Mm-hmm. And like especially at my job where it's like money is time time is money and being flat rate and what have you you sometimes have to cross a line of like consideration when it comes to like myself like i know certain jobs are going to take more labor than others but this man this lady may not have enough money she's old and it's like well okay i'll cut down time to save her some money but what good is that going to do me and in the long run it might do some good Mm -hmm. but i still have to suffer the end of being considerate and like sometimes you do take else for being considerate and it's yeah. like in different yeah, scenarios as real. far as that's concerning. Like, well, but you have a good point because sometimes in the long run that comes back. In the, like, yeah, for, for instance, you, I don't know that maybe she just was able to save some money and then that same amount of money she like had left over helped her with food or whatever. Like, I don't know what happened. I'm just hoping something did Yeah. because I took the L for being considerate, Yeah. which is, I wouldn't say it's necessarily like an L or like saying I took a loss, but it's like, whenever I see myself doing it so much, you start to think like, am I getting stepped on? Like, am I being taken advantage yeah, of? That's a hard line to, well, because people like, like you were saying, people just aren't considered anymore. Like society mm-hmm. is just me, 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 me. And like, I'm going to get there first, even though we're at the same red light, for instance, I'm going to yeah. get there before you. Oh yeah. I hate that. When Screw I'm, your safety. I'm going to get there first. I hate when you're in traffic and somebody zooms in front of you just to stop in front of you at the red light. I'm like, bro, I give them a round of applause. Yeah, I give them Got me. Yeah. Humanizing people and being considerate is like one of my entire focuses of my job since I work in addiction treatment. Yeah. Um, pretty much everybody who gets that label of being an addict and has to be in treatment 
they devalue themselves as much as society is devaluing them. Mm-hmm. My entire yeah. job is to bring those people back up. And that's hard sometimes. It is extremely difficult sometimes. Like so they're like I've been in the, I've been in the the dumps to the point where like you know like you don't have it as bad as you could and still you can't pull yourself out of some weird thought process and like those people that have been labeled like you're saying and heard society label them a certain way now that's all that runs through their head and themselves can't even think otherwise like that they don't even see themselves as yeah people anymore. like they're like well I, I must just be trash since i can't fix anything mm-hmm. yeah and that's I, that's uh such a wrong way of thinking yeah. absolutely i absolutely think that um and i've had these conversations recently also about uh um the purpose or what's the meaning of life and I, I think I've come to that conclusion, you know, it's self-respect and you have to respect yourself enough to be able to respect other people. And with that said, you have to open your mind enough to know that there are more people than just in your immediate group within society and the world. And that there are different, um, uh, per- people have a different purpose. They have a different exposure to what is in the world. We, we still have to this day, um, communist and social countries that have no understanding comprehension of class opportunity love any of those things that are struggling to get through existence like they're starving like they're still hungry and we look around us and think well i'm going to fill up my gas tank and go home after work and i gotta cook dinner again or whatever the complaint is and they don't have any of those things yeah and yeah. our country is is Trying like, to help us, uh, many many in our country are trying to help us get through and, and be better and do better and make an <laughs> impact where these other folks are just doing what they're told. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they exist. They're getting off of their government-mandated jobs to go wait in a bread line. Yeah. They're not coming home to make food from their own refrigerator. They don't get to choose what they eat. They yeah. don't get and to choose they, where they work. And then they shit in holes and then have to use their, their excrement to <laughs> to to. to, to Filter it to make oil for cooking. What the fuck? Yeah. That's a thing. And that Damn. makes it hard some days like when you. China. That makes it hard some God. days when you when you're talking to somebody that has uh, experienced true hardship and overcome it, and then you meet somebody who, <clears throat> oh well, I didn't get to get my nails this week and my life is over, or you know my, oh my you know God, yeah. Yeah. you know oh. you get stuck mm-hmm. on this this something that seems so minuscule like it's not that big of a deal. The worst of it though is even the ones who will like who don't even have much like because it's one thing to like make a mountain out of a molehill right but it's mm-hmm. another thing to like collect dirt put it there and then complain that this mound is there yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like the I people who will like the people who will just like metaphor. manifest the, the molehill out of sheer force of will and like make a huge issue out of something that like isn't even like existent and i understand like obviously there's room for like you know, like mental illness and whatnot, but it's like for for some people where it's just like, that's, like they can't see how yeah. they contribute to the problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say that's one of my number one pet peeves is hearing people complain endlessly about a problem that they caused and they are the only one who can fix it. <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 Entitlement Bro. is its own mental illness. That's for that's, sure. Yeah. yeah. But so my favorite people, I'd have to say, are habitual liars. I man, those are those are some of the best people I think. You know, the, the <laughs> habitual liars. Because once I once I realize that I pinpoint it, bah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Most <laughs> to like lay that they, file they down are, and they lie, the boom. These people yeah. are the lie about 
everything. And I'm, I just, you know, I get to a point where I just go with it. I just act so, surprised and so they give it the best story. So you said your eyes are green, yet I see they're hazel. No, yeah. they're green. No. Yeah, look at them in the sunlight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I bro. mean, they change up, on the lighting. Yeah, yeah bro. They change color when I cry. Things and you know, you just really, and then you can start to steer the direction. You know, steer them in the direction that you want to see. Well, yeah. how did you do this? Redirection. Oh well, there was an elf that came in that day, and you know, like, <laughs> whoa. Oh, yeah, when you're when you're you're like manipulating the conversation to make a liar like mm-hmm. spin their. Own, like spin their own, own web. web of lies, like go yeah. deeper and deeper. Yeah. So it's a point it's ridiculous. Let's see how far they can go. Yeah, but exactly. Those are the people that will turn around and get mad once they get caught and call you a sociopath. Oh, no, they'll work oh, their way yes. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. They'll find a exactly. way out of it. They'll yeah. be like, you just set me up for failure. And it's like, you literally wrote a narrative. But then but I, yeah. I also yeah. meet people that they have a completely different outlook and they're very intellectual and they keep to themselves. Some of them are a little nerve wracking. Like uh, Kaczynski, like he had this whole My manifesto man. that was an, out, you know, and but we get so He's caught up in our lives that we, and he he made up some until good that point. point. My man. Well, he well. You're talking to the right person about Kaczynski over I here. Mean, I have, you know. You know, we stop at, at traffic lights because even when there's no cars around, you're you're in the middle of nowhere, no cars around, and you you stop at the traffic light for what? Why? It's like use your brain. Like there's there's no. Common, yeah, that's his perspective. There's no common sense. We do what we're told because we're told to do it. And you don't be a, a conformist. Mm-hmm. You know, follow your what you know to be right. And that's that was a big thing. And you know, we have been under. There is a lot of subversion that I've witnessed just in my time. And you know, people go with the flow or do things because they think it sounds good. Well, just because it sounds good doesn't make it good. Just like the person, you know, they could say, well, I'm an upstanding, honest person. And then, you know, they, they steal from the, the, their wife's purse or <clears throat> they don't take care of their kids or whatever. Um, but yeah, you see that all the time too, where they just don't follow through. They're not who they say they actually are just because they say it mm-hmm. doesn't make it true. Yeah. It's, it's harder for other, some than others to just like fake it till you make it. Yeah, because you know, sometimes when you're faking it too hard, yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. like you eventually you know, turn into a superhero. Yeah, like like yeah, come or back villain. when you're a bit of a higher level there, scrub. Like yeah. you, you do a little bit more grinding, get that mask a little bit more fitted. You know? <laughs> yeah, like how many times have you met somebody that says, "Oh no, you can rely on me. I'm always on time. I'm always going to be there." And then you're like, "Okay, great." And then you give them an opportunity, and then they never show up. Oh, brother. <laughs> and then Love they never me. call. They never do anything. And it's like, but you said you were this. I gave you the chance. Well, I am. And it's all because of all these things, these excuses, and they're all their fault. Mm. And then, you know, then they get upset when you actually have to make a decision after you've given them so many chances. That's so bad. We have somebody yeah. at work that's, I'm not even going to say names, but like, prime example is she, she, uh, somebody I was working with was leaving and he was just a good dude. So we decided to put together like a barbecue and cook out that day. And this lady got her hair done for a certain day because she figured we were going to take a last day picture with this guy. And when we took the picture, um, she apparently missed it. And like, she threw a fit and went to like upper management and told on us. And like, it wasn't because she was left out of the picture. It was because she got her hair done specifically to take a picture and that she was left out on. So she demanded she got transferred to the sister store that's on the same property, and they just went no. What? Like why? And then, and then I think shortly after that, two weeks down the road, she told everybody she was in an accident in the car she drives to work every day. And then, like whenever she came in the one day after her accident, we looked at her car and there was no damage. So we were like, oh, did you drive that car? You know that you got an accident? Yeah. 
my back hurts. I was hit from the back, and you know, you go around the back of it, the, the tag's still on there, nothing's wrong. So we kind of just have to scratch our head and be like, oh, okay, like, glad you're all right. Yeah. Don't, hopefully it doesn't happen again. You know? <laughs> my, my least favorite type of person is the person who lies on others for no reason whatsoever. For no reason or, or their advantage. Yes. Both. Yeah. Both. So we had this uh, this girl at my job who um, she started telling – so a lot of people who work in addiction treatment have been through addiction themselves and want to help others. Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers is like that. She um, has uh, been sober for three or four years now, and she's extremely serious about her recovery. Um, That's when that extremely serious. Good. Like the hardest thing that she does now is nicotine. <laughs> And oh, she's God. trying to quit that. Oh, Lord. Uh, she doesn't drink. She doesn't do anything. Our coworker, who she has never hung out with outside of work, went to upper management and was talking about how she drinks every weekend and she hangs out with her at bars all the time and she's not serious about her recovery and she's still using and all of this shit. To what? Like, to, to, to what, what end? There was yeah, no end. Goal. There was no goal. We didn't understand. Oh, so our dude. upper management basically looked at her and were like, mm, um, you're lying and you're fired. <laughs> I'm going to do this the whole time I've, until he turns around and sees. I've seen that too, but there's also a bartender today. <laughs> yeah, dude. You for st- some reason, there's everyone a lot of was people, waiting to stand up. <laughs> for some reason, there's a lot of people that feel they have to lie about something, which I don't, I also don't understand. I, and I think, and it's, I have a, an opinion or a thought about the way, um, I I'm seeing a pattern anyway with, uh, with, we call it Gen Z, um, I just think it's humanity. It's not specific to the generation, but that happens to be a, a pattern that has occurred. But um, people, uh, a lot of people tend to think they can't share a certain side of themselves. They mm-hmm. can't say mm-hmm. that this is, uh, I need to go home. Well, you have to work. I have a family. Well, you have to, you have to work for your family. <laughs> but I have to maintain that relationship and live with them. You don't. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that um, really do take precedence and priority. And... And I see that like when uh, people, people from work don't necessarily go home and interact in social media with the people from work. And a lot of that's because they don't want them to see mm-hmm. who they really are. And I often see, oh, I can, I can uh, pick up on a lot about somebody who um, is willing to jeopardize or not keep their word to family members in, in order to fulfill work. I absolutely think that. Um, job and keeping your commitments and, and following through are important, but there are some things in life that are more important. It's usually the things that are free. They're not handed or given to us at any cost. I can lose a fortune. If I milled, if I made a million dollars today and I lost it tomorrow, I would have another chance to do that. Uh, I will only have one mother. Mm-hmm. I will only have one son and um, I mean, I may have more kids, but I mean, it's only that it's only him, <laughs> you know, there's only Devin, there's only one Devin and those things are, are more important. And if my, am you know, in a situation, I do know another Devin, if you want to meet him, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you used to have an older brother. Don't act up. <laughs> I think, I think like but, when it comes to having that relationship with everything to you that isn't materialistic is how you can really kind of wean yourself out of a category of people that I would consider like lost in touch. Like they don't really know what's going on around them because my family has its loopholes and 
like there's there's stuff that goes around that doesn't come around for other people but like it seems like one half maybe able to go on vacation all the time for instance and like i'm stuck working and like i don't feel bad about it i wish i was a part of it and i only wish them well and then there's other people who would just like shame their family for not like in- inviting them mm-hmm. and like <laughs> and, and not uh, being a part of that and for, for like me for instance i usually get more closure out of like seeing my family interact than like how many presents i get on christmas for instance like yeah. I, I would rather exactly. see my family yeah. th- not have to pretend and like actually enjoy each other's company because mm-hmm. like that's what i grew up seeing was right mm-hmm. i want to pivot the conversation real quick mm-hmm. oh okay do a pivot mom what are some crazy stories that you have <laughs> well about like your workplace so um, <laughs> there's one that activities comes, there's one that comes to mind um i have spent um, a good period of time. It was a long time. I worked in a data center or a call center and I was working in human resources and recruiting. And there was one particular day I had found, uh, thank you. I had found somebody or I, <laughs> I, one of the managers had reported that somebody was masturbating on the call floor. Nice. Lord. Right. <laughs> so that was an interesting scenario. Um, oh really? Oh wow! <laughs> because it was him. No, <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> I'm no, he, the fifth. He um. So I yeah I had work I had been working late. There was you know just some paperwork I had to catch up on. And at the time, I my phone. So it must have been eight thirty I'd say at night, and the phone rang, and I could read the extension. It happened to be a, a new manager. He was working the night shift. And when I say new manager, so um. Younger guy, uh, first time moving up or first opportunity to move up. He was kind of nervous and he's watching his P's and Q's and it's the night shift, which means there's fewer people on staff. Um, it's a large building in a call center. I don't know if you're familiar with call center, what the environment's like, but there were about 300 people in the, uh, on the call floor. It was about 830 calls. I'm trying to get out of there. And I said, what's up, man? And he says, uh, hey, so I've got... Um, something going on. I'm like, yeah, okay. Can, can you tell me what's up? He's like, well, I don't really know how to say what the problem. And I'm like, can you use your words? Like, just tell me what's, what's <laughs> up. It's, I'm trying to go home, dude. He said, well, I don't know. This guy's out here and he's, you know, he's really enjoying himself. I said, that's great. Keep going. You know, whatever. <laughs> he's like, no, um, not like that. And I'm like, so he's not enjoying himself. No, he is. But I don't know how to say this. Can can you come out for a minute? I'm like, seriously? All right, I'll be right there. So I walk all the way out to the call floor. It is kind of inconvenient. I mean, it's it's late. I'm trying to go home and whatnot. But I go out there, and he's all the way in the back corner. I walk all across 300 seats. And, I, you know, there's people poking their head up. Like, oh, yeah. You know, they can see me walking through. So I get out to the guy, and I'm like, what's up? And he says, uh, so this guy around the corner, well, I had a young lady that came over. It was making her feel uncomfortable because he's, He's, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's touching, you know, I'm like, he's touching what? His computer? What is it? What? What? Tell me what's going on. <laughs> he goes, well, I think he's, uh, you know, touching himself. And beating off in the booth. And I go, <laughs> and in I, the cubicle. Yeah, I looked at him. <laughs> he's coming in the cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at, I looked at the, the team leader, or excuse me, the manager, and I just was perplexed. And I m- walk around the aisle 
poke my head down the aisle, and sure enough, I see the guy with his legs scooted up under the desk, and you just see the arm jerking around, and you could tell he's making movements that would mimic exactly what you would think he was doing. (laughs) And I looked at the kid, and I'm like, this has got, got to be kidding me. So I said to him, all right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab an uh, an exit form. Um, go ahead and meet me over in the conference room. When we get in there, I don't want you to say a word. Do you understand? And he says, yes, ma'am. I go, no, no, no. That's too many words. <laughs> I'm like, do you understand? Just nod. And he nodded. So he brought his, his folder and his exit form. He goes into the conference room. And I did tell him how I want to be seated, too. I'm going to be on one side of the table. They're going to be on the other side of you stand over there. He's like, okay. So I don't want to be too close. Laying out a whole battle plan. I did. Yeah, I did. So tactician. I thought so you th- were going to say like fire extinguisher or something. Like we're gonna <laughs> this extra lights. Yeah, right. We need, we need you standing on the fire alarm. Right. <laughs> so uh, I walk around the aisle and I approach the person that was at the desk and um, you know, kind of abruptly, and I kind of snuck up on him, but pro- kind of abruptly and. You know, hey, loud, <laughs> startled him and he jumped and everything just shoved up under the desk and he looks up at me at the corner of his eye, you know, it's like he had been caught. So I was like, all right, I need for you to uh, go ahead and hit aux or which was, you know, for him to log out of the phone and grab your stuff and come with me. I'm going to need you to go ahead and clock out for me. <laughs> yeah, got, but I didn't say gonna, it that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to need you to go ahead and cock out for me. Yeah. <laughs> he already did. Yeah. He, he already, already cocked did. out. He cocked in. I need you to cock in. Hey, at least I didn't ask him to give me a hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He got caught wet-handed. Oh, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think it mattered which one. It was one at a time, I guess. But anyway, he, he does. He clocks out and he grabs his stuff. And he's like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, well, you know, we'll go talk. So he grabs his stuff and he's, you know, walking behind me and he gets a little too close and I turn around. I'm like, arms distance, please. <laughs> right up behind me. Oh, uh, cringe. And we walk all the way back to the conference room. He has a seat and I asked him if he knew, you know, do you know why I called you in here today? Uh, no, no, I have no idea. And I go, okay, well, I got a, a report that you had uh, had an issue. There was, there was, you were in pain or... You had been touching yourself. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I just had an itch. It's okay. So, okay, well, I see. That's Usually people will handle those kinds of itches or problems in the restroom. He goes, I know, I'm sorry, and, you know, it's not a big deal. I, it was just an itch. And I go, okay, well, I, well, here's the thing, is that because we, we share seats here at the call center and because Ugh. it was noticeable, um, I certainly don't want it to be um, – uh, any kind of rash or contagion. So I'm going to need for you to go and get a doctor's note for me just to make sure we're all good because that was extremely inappropriate and I don't want it to fall back on you or hurt anybody else. So can you get me that by tomorrow so you can come on back to work? And he was just like, oh, well, yeah, uh, yeah I, I suppose so. <laughs> I was like, all right, great. Thank you very much. And we'll see you then. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and the kid that was there, the manager, he's just in shock. He didn't know what just happened. He was like, what? But this kid was oh, absolutely God. jerking it off when he got there. He was still handling his morning wood. The guy had to go back to his doctor and ask if he can write him up a note that said he had crabs or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever come back? convincing. No. He never came back? No, he never came back. Nope. No, but he had to, he had to find a reason to... <laughs> he, he brought back a piece of paper. A, a problem. <laughs> he brought back a piece of paper with just a scribble in it. 
Here you go. <laughs> no, I got nothing back. I just had yeah. crabs written Oops. on it. I, 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 got crabs. Doubt, yeah, it <laughs> I have to say, without a doubt, the weirdest part of my job, because a big part of my job is I have to watch cameras. I have to make sure people are being safe. Uh, we have cameras in everybody's bedrooms. Everybody like has their own bedroom, but they also have access to stuff that they can hurt themselves with. So I got to watch and make sure. Um, the worst, worst, worst thing is when people come in and do nothing but masturbate. The worst thing because they're like wide open on camera, and I, I like fuck, huh? like I'll be I'll be like doing I'll, it on purpose. You think? I'll be I'll like glance at the camera and this dude is just beating the shit out of himself. Like God damn. Uh, like I don't want to see this. You know they're sociopaths if they don't need to look at anything. They could just close their eyes. And <laughs> oh yeah, there was there was this one guy that we had who was uh, jerking it to a Lil Wayne music video, and I didn't know. <laughs> I love Lil Wayne. And I, the worst part was, is I didn't know. I wasn't like up at the desk. I couldn't see the cameras. And the guy in the room next to him was like, "Hey, he's listening to music really loud. Can you go have him turn it down?" So I come up and I do my normal thing, like I'll knock twice and then I'll open the door because I don't expect anything to be going on. And knock twice, open the door, no blanket, nothing. <laughs> this man is sitting here beating his dick to a Lil Wayne music video and immediately like pulls shit up. And I'm like, hey man, keep your pants on and turn it the fuck down. <laughs> pants on, music down. That's all I want. I used to work in a, in a restaurant where, I mean, even the kid, the busser had been there for a long time. And at the end of, uh, the, of the day, after everybody had closed everything out and was wrapping up all of their side work, that kid he'd finish all the dishes, or well, before they were all finished, he would go in the bathroom, shut the stall, and that's when he would jerk off. Jesus, it's his routine. Yeah, it's, that. it's definitely one of the biggest benefits of working from home. Is that my <laughs> you get to do it at home? My place of business has subsidized many a pistachio harvest. Definitely have to be careful of those group meetings, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like it just you know, mute mic. I have a hardware mute, mute on my microphone, just like. I've done I've done it. interviews and presentations <laughs> on uh, on Zoom. So I had I had to give presentations about a job uh, for um, it was for insurance. I was hiring for insurance, and I would have hundreds of people on the Zoom presentation while I would you know, show them the slides and go through all the the details of the job. And a lot of times people will leave their camera on, and I've seen some crazy stuff these people have left <laughs> oh, on camera. Yeah. Someone yeah. in the background. That... There was an older lady that. <laughs> Um, you saw her, you could see her face and I, I think she, she thought she hung up, but she put her phone down right next to the dildo <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then walked away and you I'm like, see a purple uh, I'm just going to end this. <laughs> the amount of, the amount of videos that I've seen, that was like one of my favorite things about, excuse me, my, one of my favorite things about COVID was seeing all like the group meeting videos or just like, there's like 17 dudes and then you just see one just like... <laughs> like the, the, you see like they they think that they muted their channel and their entire demeanor like changes and then you just see them like drop trow and just just staring <laughs> viciously the... at the camera and everyone's oh like God. what's happening what's going on like, there was a big one remember the that one like cnn guy there was like a cnn like journalist guy or like, like an anchor and he, like, was in well, he was on a zoom call with like other co-workers i don't know who they all were but you know some kind of meeting and he thought that it was a it was like a, on an intermission or end of call or whatever and he starts beating off it, like on video vicious <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, he, and he like i don't think he ever addressed it he just kind of like ignored it and he still worked at the station you guys want to say you do it, <laughs> don't, don't even don't acknowledge i have no idea what you're talking about 
I had a little bit of fever dream. It was an itch. <laughs> it was an <laughs> itch. I'm gonna need you to write a doctor's note. <laughs> I, mean, I guess it could be. It could be worse. You could have ED. And then oh like, God. It was the one time a year he had that itch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to do something. I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. Like he has ED, so he's taking like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just taking his time. He's getting visibly more and more frustrated and angry as it goes on. Just yeah. On he's like going red. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Getting all sweaty. Oh, shout out right. DSP, the original on camera. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Do y'all know about this? What? So this game streamer from what? What year was that? It was a while. Bro, ago. that was like early internet. That was uh, that had to have been early. I think around early early 2010s. Something like that. Yeah. This guy. Um, what does DSP stand for again? Darkside Phil. There you go. Darkside Phil. He was a Twitch streamer. It was Twitch, right? It no, was early it was Twitch. before Twitch. Or was it something else? Yeah. I he was a streamer. Back then, it was like Justin TV and uh, when it was still Justin TV and yeah. like livestream.io and stuff so, like that. So he was a streamer, a game streamer, and <laughs> right before TV. he... You know how a lot of streamers will go live, but their their channel is live, but they're not doing anything yet? It's like on a pre-stream yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so his... It usually, like they have some kind of image there that's like starting soon or whatever. Or like their some, name spinning. Yeah, and that. like background music and whatever. Well... That's what it was on, but he didn't realize that his camera was on also. <laughs> and all you see is him like, I think he was like, I forget if he, he like leans back and he just beats off. And like, oh, he, yeah. And then, and it's just like the same thing. He just shakes for a little bit and then you just see him throw his head back in yeah. ecstasy. Yeah. And, and then he, he, you don't see like his dick or anything, but no. it's like you see from like here up, like his like chest up or something, yeah. but he's clearly like getting it on fucking coming yeah like he's clearly like doing <laughs> yeah. it and then he throws his head back like that like he said and then uh, comes back onto the camera and he's like all right let's get started and like, no. like, like goes right into starting the stream like nothing happens no didn't even wash his hands or the way you describe like it is like he took sticky a, fingers that is a sticky keyboard yeah, oh that's i can only imagine. he specifically uses the white one so you don't see it that's fucking hilarious <laughs> what were you gonna say I was going to say, the way you described it, it sounded like he took a long drag. It was just like, <laughs> all right, we're going to get back to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's funny because like, he, <laughs> he starts the stream, and then people are like telling him that he, his camera was on the whole time. And he he's like really nonchalant. He's like, oh, camera was on, huh? Oh, all right, well. Anyway. All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, to his credit, he played it off perfectly. Like, what are you going to do? It's like, anyway, oh, well. he even, he even Let's get back to Black Ops 2. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this dub. <laughs> Can y'all blame me? This game is a masterpiece. Does that ever happen? Because you guys, uh, they, they use, like, gamers will use what? Um, uh, uh, Twitch? Yeah. Twitch. And People do Twitch for live streaming a lot, or YouTube now. Now, do they do they ever do that? I know that they go on and talk to each other and banter and belittle and fight, you know, and, and play. But do they ever do weird stuff like that? Like jerk off on yeah. screen? No, that's generally frowned upon. Yeah. Well, one girl <laughs> yeah. actually... That's against TOS. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, speaking to that, I forget who it was, but some chick just got banned for two weeks. For actually like fucking on stream. Oh yeah, you I saw that? that. Yeah, yeah, and that was like a huge thing. And because Twitch is very known for not like equally exercising their terms of service. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is like a pr- they'll they, they make a lot of concessions for like the the hot tub streamers and the ones that keep the horny gamers coming to their yeah you know their platform it's and all pain that. Pain in the ass. As a streamer, I oh, hate really? it. It is what it is though. I but, don't know if my mom <laughs> knows about this, so let me give you some background real quick. Okay. okay. Twitch. I don't know about this. Twitch is about ninety percent just meant for gaming. Right. There's like talk shows and stuff. They like podcasts and stuff on there too. But 90%, 99% of it is gaming, streaming. 
Now, recently, there became niche little trends that well, they started niche, but then blew up because of how many horny fourteen-year-olds were uh, attracted. But like, so gamer girls would start getting more attention by you know being in like their um, kawaii. The, well, there'd be like you know well, sexy bad. anime suits. girls, yeah. or or they'd be in like, like lingerie or like or like bathing suits, or, and they would quite literally be in a yeah, hot tub and like in an actual hot tub or a bath, and or like an inflatable like pool in their room and stuff, mm-hmm. and they do all that on the stream, and it's not overtly sexual, like it's not like a porn, mm-hmm. but, but it there's is, clear motive, but it's, it's very softcore. heavy it's, winking, and it's literally softcore porn, yeah. yeah, and so a lot of people would start donating money to them because that's what twitch is all about people donate to support you and whatever um and those people would get super uh wealthy very quickly uh doing those things and there's a whole lot of little trends like that that popped up over the last few years and what he was what trey was just talking about is this one girl took it to the next level straight up having sex on stream i'm pretty sure it was by accident though i don't think though i don't think it was really i think she did that on purpose because she made a bunch of money she got banned for two weeks and then immediately comes back. And well, she's talking about how she made. I think she was talking about how she made a bunch of money, so she doesn't care. She got banned for two weeks. <laughs> what, what streamer is it? It's a Kim K marketing strategy. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I don't know who this was. Uh, it's some, pretty reckless. Some, I don't even know. Some I don't know if person. I would want a million people seeing my butthole for like <laughs> however much money. Hey, for a million dollars. I'm joking. For a million, I'm joking. A million's a lot of money. That's only that's only a dollar a person. You gotta up your prices. If somebody's gonna pay me a million dollars to see my butthole, who am I to judge? Yeah, but where do you draw that line? Because you have people that will go for what is that a like a hysterectomy, and they they watch that or they video the what is that where they go up their butt? Colonoscopy. Yeah, colonoscopy. So where do you draw the line? Like, I'll do that. I'll okay, do, I'll do that for not... five million. <laughs> because you're at a doctor's office. Yeah, if you so went, if, if you went you to college that, to look in my that... butthole, it's okay. <laughs> you're killing two birds with one stone, getting paid, what if, and you're what safe. What if you film an, an adult yeah. video of that butt. nature in a doctor's office? Does that now become medical? <laughs> I feel like that already exists. It's for educational purposes, and then you can then you can stream it on Twitch because it's for educational purposes. Yeah, you know, it's like just like out of all those. Those you that that's one thing that I never understood, and I don't know if uh, it's still like a thing. But I remember on YouTube that used to be like you could look up like scientific shit about it, vaginas, and it, yes. would, yeah. and it would pop up, and it would be, and they you could just like see people fucking, and they to their credit, I, I noticed that these channels always made it like purposefully the the most unattractive and unappealing people possible. Yeah, like in order to do it, but you could still see like hella nudity on YouTube forever as long as it was educational in nature, which it was. 12-year-old you was, looking up like yeah. gynecology shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and ovaries. Yeah. 12-year-old me flipping through my science textbook. <laughs> oh lord. Speaking yeah. of girls making money on Twitch, there is this um completely straight streamer who um <laughs> I don't know if you know about like the Dream SMP and like Dream and his whole group. Mm-hmm. They were like Minecraft YouTubers. They're super, super, super big on oh, Twitch. I think I know you talking and about. And one of them, his name is Finn. Finn separated from the group. The SMP died. Oh, I know so he stopped playing about. other games. And he started doing a goal where if they hit like this absurd amount of money for a month, he would dress as a girl for a month. Hmm. He has been dressing as a girl for like a year straight. Because they have hit that goal but, every single month. There was one guy in particular. He um, so recently Finn did the math on some shit, and he was like, "Okay, so Twitch, you pay a lot of tax on Twitch. You have to pay Twitch tax, 
the tax of where you live and the tax for Los Angeles. So for all of the donations and shit. Yeah. So he did the math for all of his tax and he's like, so this amount of money, this is $30,000 in tax from this one person who donates him a lot. So $30,000 in tax. And then he, he like looks to his camera and then boom, donation, $30,000. <laughs> What? Bro, I need to buy a made outfit. That's what you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but what's funny is Finn. Finn, I think it's Finster, right? Yeah, Finn is extremely straight, which is the funniest. Exactly. They have been saying saying that he has a a democratically elected gender. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one that like went on Omegle for a while and like? Yes. Like they he met up with another crossdresser. Yes. No, that's that's actually that's a different streamer. There's a guy guy who does that on Omegle who's really fucking funny and he dresses as a girl and does like a voice. There's a guy that dressed up as a girl and then he comes up against somebody who's like uh, clearly in a stream setup and they look at each other and they go. Fucking ugly, dude. Yeah, you're fucking ugly, dude. And, and they're like, both. Ah! Yes. yes. I, I have seen that video, but that's not Finn. Oh, okay. I think it is, bro. It's not. I've seen it's, that too. There's a, there's two guys who do it on Omegle. Like I'm sure there's more, but there's two guys who are really he's like, big. You can't do a chick voice, and he's like, I can yeah, definitely do they, a chick voice. Yeah, Finn <laughs> doesn't do Finn doesn't do like a girl voice at all. Oh, yeah. Finn literally is a man and talks like a. Well, so like was the man. other guy. He said the only reason he does that is because his girlfriend wanted to give him a like a or. His, a friend wanted to do like a dress up on him and see how it looked, and it looked so well he continued to do it. Yeah. Wow. So now he just makes videos of him dressed up as a girl talking to other people and being like, "Yeah, I'm a guy, by the way." <laughs> <laughs> I've see, seen those uh, videos. Okay, I've seen a um this incredible short and real that the algorithm just knows like will crack me out of a bad mood because I see it all the time now. And uh, it's of these two of the two people who do that, and, and you just see these two girls pop up on on the screen, and one of them just like squints their eyes and looks at the other one the other one's like huh and then you hear one of them saying like a really in like a guy voice like yo why are you so ugly bro yeah because like i for the longest time would see that and i'm just like that has to be the funniest shit ever because like at yeah. first you're like oh there's two chicks like because that's how clean their setup is you're yeah. literally like they're two chicks and one's like why are you so fucking ugly and they yeah. both just start laughing yeah, and it's dog. like whoa um Shout Got too to real that. for a minute. <laughs> this leads me into a question. I have so, I have a handful of listener-submitted questions. I've seen that. Oh. Uh, let me find Exciting. this one. It's up behind you. So this first question is from Jonathan Olivo. Oh, Olivo, what's up? How does one obtain the sauce? How does one obtain the sauce? So you got to first so crush the tomatoes. Confidence. Right. And then cook Your them. Your sauce you know. has to be confident. Slow, slow cook it. You know, on the stove for like an absurd amount of and time. And you, you, hold on. You got to slow cook it with a marrow bone. With a marrow slow bone. Slow cook. Yeah. You want your, um, there's a certain kind of tomato that you, uh, you got to get that I forgot because I'm only half Italian. Organic uh, and, basil. <laughs> yes. You got to get the orga- all organic anything if you can. Mm, nothing canned. We're talking about all fresh produce. Certain, ideally, yes, but there are certain brands uh, that you can get that are like actually decent. What you want to look for in any kind of tomato can are the ones that are lined with um, with plastic because that keeps the aluminum taste out of it because the uh, the aluminum will like get like the, the, the acid in the tomatoes. Yeah, the acid in the tomatoes. I've heard uh, that. Yeah, and so you cook it all, slow cook it, like you said. You get your meatballs. You got to cook your meatballs in it because that also adds to the flavor to both. Um, you know, all That's your... one way for the I'm sauce. Other lot. people are just <laughs> born with the sauce. Yeah. Well, that's that's the type that's the more of the type of sauce I was gonna ask about is like swagger. Like, you know, some people just got that juice, you know. I was gonna say but there's a difference between juice and sauce. I think it's gotta define it's a, sauce. It's a matter right. of um I think you can't try to be someone else's sauce. 
Yeah. I would like I would say if you're a barbecue follow, sauce, if you're following trends, you're not saucy. There you go. And, like, that, and that's, that's and very real. Yeah. You got to do your own thing. You got to like, be your own flavor. Not if you're like, following trends, you got the juice. The juice is temporary. The sauce is forever. Thank you. Facts. But also, um, like I said, with confidence, like you can't see a trend and try to do something similar and not even don't don't even try to set trends. Just do you Yeah. like like people like, you know, this isn't a money bag. This is my purse mm-hmm. because I don't feel like sitting on a wallet. Well, like, you know what well, I mean? And well, like this right here is a trend. Awesome. But I'm not trying. I'm not. It's not a champion bag. It's not Gucci. Mm. It's, it's, just, it's my purse. I mean, but that that leads me to the ones that try so hard and they fail every time, and they just keep doing the same thing. Sometimes you got to tell them, like, "Listen, your sauce sucks. You yeah. got to change yeah. that." You up. got no I sauce, my guy. Sauce. But they think it's awesome, <laughs> and you know, you got to tell them, like, well, "No, yeah, yeah, there's, you got to put way too much sugar in that sauce." Like, like mm-hmm. yeah, some sugar. Yep, that's that's it right there. Yeah. Bro, like you're the, not homemade. Your ragu. Like, like they kept getting the participation <laughs> trophy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, know? you tried to be. Somebody tried. has. To be last, <laughs> somebody always last. Yeah, like for instance, like that program that you could sign up for, Hype Beast. That's that's like one of those things where I know like, what a Hype Beast is. I don't know what program. It, there's literally a program, right? You can order a box subscription where it sends you shit to yeah. be a Hype Beast. Yeah. Ah, there's also like serious? Thread Beast now. They send you like, they send you like monthly boxes of like the newest like trending clothes and shit. Yeah, and see so like whack. to me and it's like a subscription. It's super goes, stupid. That that's set off of a trend because those people are sit, like literally t- t- uh, distributing trends. So yeah, like if, if you're if you're buying off a hype beast, you are not saucy. I was about to say if you got to pay a subscription to, to, be, to, saucy, to be saucy, you're not saucy. Are you subscribed to the sauce? Yeah, are you subscribed? Now, I I do I do appreciate and have a lot of respect for outliers. So, I mean, yeah. try the sauce or you try a trend and you know, you mold it to something Sometimes that is that is a little people. out uh, out of the box, and then it, you, you kind of look at it, and you're like, "Well, what is that for?" Like the the person that came up with um, was it Converse? They started wearing Converse, and like everybody was like, "Oh, those are cheap," and yeah, where everybody looking. else was wearing Nikes, and they started wearing Converse, and then sure enough, you look around today, and you see everybody wearing Converse. Everybody well, has like a fucking dog in yeah. elementary school. When I, not elementary school because I wasn't that cool. I'm um, in middle school. I back in the day, you could go to um, hot topic and there was a certain type of brand and it was just plain skinnies and i'm like it was that era of like skinny jeans where your legs didn't get circulation mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you know so i compression I, pants almost <laughs> compression denim. Jeans. Stretchy yeah. denim. but i remember i bought like three sets thinking that you know this is going to be my look and i wore them in eighth grade and uh my history class i remember one by one one person in general was like why are you wearing your sister's pants (laughs) (laughs) and like i could you know i was just like fuck you you know i didn't (laughs) kind of argue that i looked like i was wearing my sister's pants very next year in ninth grade nice ass bro yeah right like are you hitting on me like Like you gotta get used to them if you're gonna get into them all the time the very very next year in in ninth grade i wore like cargo shorts and like those high black socks that everyone wore because that was the fit. Mm-hmm. Everyone was wearing skinny pants. Everyone. <laughs> Every, including the kid that asked me. Damn, how the tables Did you ask him why he's wearing sister's him. pants? No, because I still only weighed Damn. like 90 pounds. So and like, see, brings me, back to, <laughs> brings me back to self-respect. You got to stand your ground. Yeah. Why are you wearing skinny pants? Because I decided to wear skinny yeah. pants. Exactly. To make people ask questions. Why are you wearing your sister's it. pants? Because they look better on me. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have turned around and told her. I wasn't Baby witty fat. back then. Nobody asked said, Michael Jackson my sisters, that. they're yours. And like, you know. I probably would have got punched in the face. I mean, it could be said that in that context, that acquiring the sauce is merely like 
the moment that you know you've acquired the sauce is when you can convince somebody that they want something that they didn't know they previously wanted. Yes. When you have that effect on people that you can do a mm. thing in such a way with enough steez in order to communicate the fact steez. that what was you that want to be like me. Steez. Yeah. I need a definition that's, on that. That's like a skater word. Style plus ease. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes. I've never heard that before. So. If you, and that's another thing, going back to like Alibo's question, you can choose to be saucy or steezy because they're two different flavors. True. Like you, like there. Well, steez is an ingredient for the sauce. Exactly, and mm-hmm. like, but I've seen some people heavy on the steez that like set a definition to where you're like, damn, like I, that's not even saucy, that's steezy. You know, like not even the fit, just the person in existence yeah. is like steezy, steezy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like an extreme person would be steezy, for instance. Like that's if you have the balls right to there. jump off a 600 foot cliff and live afterwards and throw a napkin to catch you, like that's that's steez. You also have you also have to consider your technique for producing the sauce. Are you in the kitchen or are you out in the woods? That, you see, true. So really, he needs to ask himself what kind of sauce. Yeah, yeah. There's no one sauce. Barbecue, tomato. Fits all. You have to you have to be the kind of sauce that everyone can try and yeah. not throw try up. Try to be from. sriracha. <laughs> Don't make people mm, sick sriracha. or harm it. Yeah. Yeah. Be sriracha. <laughs> yeah, be sriracha. So, be John, sriracha. John, I hope that answered your question. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Jonathan Oliva. I got another question by friend of the show, uh, also on an episode that hasn't come out yet. Leaf. She says she has two questions. I'm gonna go back to back. Do you script your episodes? Uh, yes, this is all of it scripted. I wrote, wrote the entire thing. I wrote everybody's part. All um, of the we, jokes, we, all written down before we them. Can you pass me you like my thirteen including pages this of paper? You can't give her the sauce. All of us interrupting each other. We pre-planned that. Um, we we you know went over. We choreographed everything beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was here for hours and hours. There was um, three attempts. Wait, I think, cue sound Rue effect. Came in here. I think there was three attempts that we had to make that Rue attack happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried. Yeah, Rue coming in. That we had to yeah train him. He, the first time, he ripped the mic right out the wall, so like yeah. that we, we couldn't let him go too extreme. Savoring no, the we champagne. Do not, that was we do not of... fucking script this. None of it. <laughs> There's no way to script this. <laughs> That's why in the first few episodes, when I'm on there, you hear me say, welcome to the nonsense. True. Because, welcome like, I mean, it, especially, like, the, the uh, earlier episodes, we really kind of... Remember when the show was supposed to be about paranormal shit? It Wait, was, I thought, actually. I thought that we only really? script it if there were psilocybin involved. <laughs> well, when me. I make a mistake, it's not really me; it's the script. Just know that I'm, I'm hitting the yeah. lines. It's just doing what you're told. <laughs> just yeah. know when I, when I make a mistake, it's Devin's fault. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are lucky; I don't make mistakes. <laughs> but it was it you was made supposed me, to be paranormal because <laughs> exactly it was supposed to be paranormal because we wanted to go to um, the devil tree. the devil tree and film. Yeah, and we that'll be did. episode hundred. Where's the devil tree? Uh, no, okay, park. park. Okay. You don't know about the okay. devil. Tree? You know, I you used know to, about that? I actually, no, I, I used serious? to go out there yeah. with my brother. So growing up like here, there were uh, okay. people yeah. all the time that would talk about the devil tree and how haunted it was, and how you know we'd go mm-hmm. out there and like. For me, I, I believe in all of that stuff. Uh, I also believe that it's also I just have a far tree. more influence over that than it does of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going out there, understanding the whole backstory. Do we know the backstory? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Trey does. Trey doesn't. I have no idea. Yeah. We can explain it. So when um, it was back in the '60s, um, there was a detective that worked with uh, law enforcement and was working the area and saw a young lady walking home and decided to give her a ride home. Well, instead of getting her all the way home, he took advantage of her. I think it was two. Took her, took her to the woods. Hold on, it hold was on. one at a time. Pause, pause real quick. I gotta go give birth to the swamp thing real quick. Uh, where's your restroom? 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, right there. What did he just say? <laughs> You're going to oh. miss the trilogy story. <laughs> okay, so so it was it was the it was one at a time. Um, okay. but he he picked up the young lady, um, brought her back to that area uh, out in the woods and he killed her, wasn't it? And yeah. when it well he abused and killed her and then when after he killed her, he kept her there. And kept returning to fornicate with the body. Yeah, necrophilia. Once she, once she had begun decaying too far, um, he did it again to a second girl. And this whole time, he's working mm. the case, helping the law enforcement office investigate and try to find the person that, that is, uh, or where these, these young girls are. And then it had turned out that it was him. They followed him out there, saw him go back into those woods and followed him out there. And that's where they found the bodies and they arrested him. And it's just crazy to me that you can still go back there and the foundation of the house is still there as far as like, like I would say like a fifth of the wall, you know what I mean? The well, it's, it's mainly it's just that tree, the, that tree itself, because it well, had, they had people that would go out there and do rituals and ceremonies. Yeah. And they said it was cursed by the spirits of the, the young, young girls. Yeah. But the, the guy ended up um, killing himself also. So they say that his spirit returned and over, over the years, while they tried to clear that, that area in that park, uh, to make it more of like a trail, because you can run right by that trail or yeah, walk oh, right yeah. by it. But you can look up at the tree and in the in the trunk, you can see the marks where they had tried to both chop it down and cut it down. But the tree itself is petrified, so it can't can't be. Uh, cut yeah, it's down. almost like it looks like at one point it was on fire. It almost looks and, like and just went out. Like, well, we had we did have huge fire. I mean, almost, you were here. You were, you yeah. were Okay, you were you were probably a kid. You were, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. The whole park was on fire. Was that ninety nine? Mm-hmm. Um, no. Fire? Something like that. Yeah, I think it was. 99. Yeah. There's a picture somewhere my dad has where the fire is jumping Gatlin before Walmart was right there. It jumped houses. Yeah. Our house. Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to say but, that, Gage? There was a... But there used to be a bunch of um, rituals and things that were done out there. They had... Uh, they still happen. Devil worship, and they would do um, uh, seances, and they found um, like sacrifices and things out there, so there are some pretty dark things that happen in this world and it's That's you know our impression it. that it was happening right there so there's some uncomfortable essences or feelings that you get energy when you get out there um my brother and i have gone out there a few times camped out uh spent the whole night and nothing like we've heard raccoons and animals out in the woods which everybody else gets freaked out we kind of think it's funny but yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I went out so, myself before with a group of friends. I have a story. Go for it. The Your mic just unplugged a little bit. I did it. Yeah. How's it now? Good. Okay. So I had a friend who lived right next to Okamak Park. Like literally, like there was his house, the street, a row of houses, and then behind that was the trails. Mm-hmm. And like literally, right where, that, right where that bend is, right? Yeah, you know where like the like where Pick the boat fence. dock is. Where the uh, the fences where it shows yeah. the sign, yeah. So the the fences are to the left of his house, okay. And the um, the the boat docks are to the right. Yeah. So his house is like right in the middle, like right where the devil tree is. If you walk from his driveway and go straight, you would probably hit the devil tree. No shit. Um, we were out. Uh, it was late at night, probably like one, two o'clock in the morning. I'm in like middle school, like like seventh, eighth grade, probably eighth grade at this time, maybe ninth. Um, maybe 10th, not nah, definitely, <laughs> definitely eighth or ninth because it was, I got reason behind it, but I know it was eighth or ninth. Right. Um, we are out there playing basketball, just like by streetlight, just hanging out. 
and we start to hear singing coming from the woods. Fuck like, that. And we're like freaking the fuck out. And we're like looking at each other like, do you fucking hear that shit? Like it was literally like a seance. Yeah. And it was horrifying. I, mm. And then get this. <laughs> following the singing, they stopped and we're like, okay, so what's going to happen now? And then we heard this horrifying scream. And we booked it, book completely booked it. Like they say, you could hear that shit in the bathroom. Like we we <laughs> we ran to the Came house. <laughs> um, that shit was horrifying. But no, that's like one of the things they say. If like you go to the park at night with those two little bathrooms that they close up, you can hear like like people talking in them. Yeah. And shit like that in the bathroom. I went there one time. I would say recently, like within the last three years. When we got to the actual tree, there was not but one just single candle, like, burnt all the way down to the base of it, melted into the tree. Like, someone was there doing something. Neat. I think we went – I don't know if it was the same ex- the same time or another time that I went there, but I went there at one point. It was around, like, fall, so all the leaves are on the ground there, and there was a pentagram drawn into the leaves. That's oh, hell no. Hell no. They're out there doing a metal show. <laughs> Yo, we just Die had castration under the matriarch. Yeah, he was right, out yeah. there performing at the devil tree. Yo, that would be of, sick. We should t- we should talk honestly, to Leah about that and get her to do it. Yes. Get Someone some needs to record a music video at, at the devil tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd be oh, yeah. lit. That's the shirt I'm wearing right now. What is yeah. it? Uh, castration under the come. matriarch. Shout, Shout out, come. Just did the just did her episode recently. It's a it's a girl named Leah. Is she the vocalist? Yeah. That's sick. I always enjoy that when like it's a female vocalist. Yeah. Check it out. Castration under the matriarch. I'm going to listen. Um, you got a new listener. She has an EP coming out. It's Lemon Party. Really? Lemon Party. That's yeah. sick. <laughs> yeah. Why do I feel like I have like a, a, a wrestled a bear once vibes coming off of it? <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced some, some weird paranormal things, but not so much like things moving or yeah. things like that. Like I've, so I chalk it up to conscious conscience. But there's been times where I've, I've I've been thinking things and thought I heard it, but I'm all, I'm all alone. <laughs> so those, yeah. those there's been those moments, and then there's been certain people I've been around, and it was it was kind of weird. Just like I said, the energy, yeah, you could just sense it. And there's just something. There's just something. Like, there's no real proof about it, but there's just something that they brought with them when took with them when they left. Which yeah. is this weird. might freak you guys out weird. a little bit, but I have had experience of like paranormal shit in this house. I believe it. Like right when I moved in, mm-hmm. uh, it was super, super weird. Like you, you, like being out here in the living room at night, you almost felt like something was watching you. <laughs> um, Grandpa was a late timer. He'd pop up in the middle of the night. So <laughs> it, it was That's really, great. really sketchy. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point I was sitting in my room. I had just got my desk up and i was like sitting in my chair i'm facing away from my door i got headphones on nothing's going on and i'm like playing a game and then i feel a tap on my shoulder and i turn and as i'm turning i can see a hand like on my shoulder and i whip my head around pull my headphones off and there's nothing behind me nice. my door is shut you know, there's nothing behind oh, me as, hell. Ma- as so, a matter of fact oh sorry so um i also had one where i was taking a shower and I uh, was turned around, like facing away from like the handle, and I ha- I take hot showers. Um, about halfway through my shower, it got incredibly cold, and I looked at the handle, and it had actually turned to the cold side, and it was freaking me out so much that I came out here one night. I think Devin wasn't here or something, or he might have been working that night, and I was like, okay, whatever is in this house, 
I get it. I get this was your space at one time, but it is not your space anymore. Please leave me alone. And I've never had anything happen since. Bet. Mm. All you I see that? Some recognition and respect. That right there is exactly what mom was talking about, where mm-hmm. you got more control over that yeah. shit than they have control over you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. Yep. And I, I, I there only... is something to be said. I don't know how specifically like strong of a phenomenon it is, but they are able to like kind of feed off of your fear and premonition of them being there, even beyond like whatever actions they may be taking. The the um the more like wigged out you are, the more likely you are to like manifest and like see stuff that oh, probably yeah, isn't even then. I I've commonly I've said for a long time that for supernatural stuff, superstitious stuff, whatever, that I I feel like it's only real if you believe it is. Well, not, I don't know. I think that there's actually so, more of a, uh, a connection than we think, and we're just not all tying it together, that it's more of a connection to uh, quantum fi- fi- physics, string theory, mm-hmm. all of those things that then we give it credit for. And I think because we're not making that connection, we're not able to prove it as solidly or you know, explain that whole connection, the relationship. But I think that's where a lot of it lies. What we put out is what we get back. And Well, I do believe in, like, energy that people yeah. put out. Yeah. Like, you, oh, I've you walked can, through some that you, like, get cross-eyed. Like, I, I definitely believe in, like, different forms of energy that people put out different vibes. Like, mm-hmm. you can sense shit is off about people. Mm-hmm. Or you can sense something positive from people, etc. But when it gets into stuff deeper than that, like with spirits and ghosts and, and stuff... Or superstitions and whatever and that Nazis. stuff. I, f- I feel like that I've never really believed in it, and I've also never had an experience with it. So that's why I feel like. Well, that is that is a very strong foundation for a lot of uh, the world's belief. As a matter of fact, you've got uh, some of the different like cabal. Mm-hmm. You've got the cabal that is is founded on um, engaging the spiritual aspects and the the mystic side of the the Jewish faith. And then you go into, I mean, take the Illuminati. The oh, yeah. Illuminati is, it takes all these different branches or areas of belief to help maintain secrecy of a higher order or higher belief and structure. And that is exactly what they do. They do that through um, casting spells and um, subliminal things. And so it's, it's all incorporated. It's all that, like, obey stuff. You see that obey art. Obey, you know, you know the oh, art. like the brand, yeah. But like actually, the actual art they put out, mm. it's all like um, I've just seen the, the it's logo. built on like the metaphors and stuff, like the where how like TV was invented for mind control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you see the pictures of Obey and stuff, it's like everyone has the same face because everyone's under the same spell. And then like on the TVs you see in their artwork, it's just, all it says is Obey. I've always been freaked out a little bit, put off by the Obey that branding. It's, it's just a weird, like it's, they're a metaphoric brand. Like all their artwork is based off of the existing problems. Mm-hmm. So it's like their art stuff is kind of like thrash. It's like, it makes you uncomfortable, but that's why it's cool. Mm. Because it's like, for instance, that picture I'm talking it's about, being, it's being kind of counterculture ish in its like essence. It's yeah. And like their, their name being obey in itself is like obviously anti like you it's making like, a statement kind of. Yeah. And yeah. like, cause it's like the whole point of their artwork is to, be your own person and stuff like that but a lot of the arts a it's like ironic uh, yeah it's ironic artwork because their metaphor is the fact that like all of their stuff that they put out as far as like their skateboards they'll have some that like show like like i said the screens or they'll show like a light bulb but inside someone's head that's off so it's like no fresh ideas like we don't want to change we just obey mm. you know what i mean and it's crazy because brands will build off of that and profit off of stuff that actually exists Man, there's yeah. so much of that influence and 
I was like, look at your phone. Like you, you say yeah. one thing on your phone, twenty minutes later, it's advertising to you. I, I yeah. absolutely believe this is a prototype for the chip to yeah. they could track everybody. Yep. It's just a prototype. Well, like you know, there's a there's your whole a, life on here. There's a lady who this is kind of an old story, but it came up again recently. There's a there's a chick who got a chip inserted in her like wrist somewhere that is able to activate like everything in her house. Like she purposely built like built up her house chip. to be a smart house mm-hmm. where everything's activated by her chip in her hand. I've been seeing people uh, implant like the chips from like their debit and credit cards into their hand so yeah, they can yeah. just go like this onto oh, like a chip reader. Yeah. Yeah. I do this. I like, see the opposite where somebody just... somebody's <laughs> like used grip uh, or clear grip tape and put it in their skateboard. So when they would go to a restaurant, they had to hold their skateboard up so they could scan it. That's that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I thought that was that's, cool. That's dumb. I, I've cool. been seeing uh, it's they're dumb and cool at the same I've time. Been, oh, I've, stupid. But I've been seeing cool. uh, girls who will like get their nails done and they'll get like the RFID chip from like their debit card into their nail. That's that's stupid. hard. And then they'll just like cool. put imagine it up. Imagine if you break a nail though, like yeah. Imagine you break a break a nail and lose your you lose your chip. That's funny. But all that being Pivoting, said, pivoting uh, like, back to the paranormal shit though, yeah. uh, of like believing and not believing, I have experienced so much shit that it would be impossible for me not to believe in it. But that's also what separates the non-believers and the believers, because like, for instance, like going back to the whole idea of fear and how that can also like help energize the phenomenon from happening. Like fear is an energy in itself that you're creating because your adrenaline starts to get pumping, your blood pressure gets up because you're worried of. Like either what's in the dark or what's about to happen because you're not you're not in control anymore, mm-hmm. and because you start to put off that energy and like you're saying it can pull that into itself and produce more of a result as yeah. far as what it's trying to do. I've, and it, and it may think, not be hurting you. It could be there. All they're trying to do is shut a door. I think just so much like extreme emotion concentrated in an area is what creates oh for sure. that phenomenon. I because I've grown up uh, around so much like negative things that have happened. I grew up down the street from a coal mine disaster that killed, um, I think, somewhere between 80 and 200 people. Uh, the The entrance of the coal mine collapsed and trapped hundreds of miners underground on the same street that my house was on. Oh so um, um, the house was built before that had happened. So occasionally, like... Um, in the cellar, you could hear music playing from that time period, from like the uh, from like the twenties, thirties, oh, yeah. and there would be nothing down there um, in the cellar. And if you woke up early enough in the morning, you could actually see like I grew up on like on a farm, so there wasn't shit. If you woke up early enough in the morning, you could see lights out in the cornfield, and you could make out the, oh, that, the lights in a cornfield. That's a different phenomenon going on. There. No, and and in <laughs> like my in, in like my front yard and oh, shit. Okay. Like you could like actually you can make out people walking through the front yard. That's that's trippy. There's speculation that there is not a difference between extraterrestrial, spiritual, and the ultimately uh, religious higher power. Higher stuff, power. Yeah. yeah, that it's it's all the same. Extra dimensional. I've had I've yeah. had like extraterrestrial experiences, not so much like face to face, but like seeing UFOs and like distinctly identifying something that isn't an airplane and then as I'm like consciously like that's not a plane, it's like you and fucking takes off and I'm like, "Oh, you heard me." Like I okay. have mm-hmm. It's so crazy you say that because I have an exact experience of that. You, I know the I, story you're going to tell. Yes. You told it on the pod before. Yes, I've told it on the pod. With <laughs> him. And you should it. go We're back, back. <laughs> in the podcast and go to the episode that is called uh, First Name Pet, Last Name Cemetery. It is with me and my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm named after Pet Cemetery. My name is Gage. <laughs> so. Oh, true. Wait, your uh, name's Gage? Yeah, oh, no shit. shit. Welcome yeah. to the show, Gage. Huh. That's crazy. So, um, 
I was walking home from school, and this is before I had a cell phone. Um, I was the last house on the street. Um, all of my friends had already gone into their houses or whatever. Are you on the I'm left? like walking past like an empty lot, and I look up to my left, and there was some sort of flying object fucking like following me as I'm walking. Like it's moving at the same pace that I'm walking. It's maybe maybe a hundred feet in the air. Like no shit. Like ten feet above like the treetops of like the uh, the empty lots that we that were on the street. The police drone. And I'm you. fucking I'm watching it. No, it was like opaque, stark white. And it was it literally looked like a stereotypical saucer. I have a picture somewhere on my phone of like exactly what it looked like. Um, as I'm getting to my house, I'm like watching it the whole time as I'm walking. I would not take my eyes off of it. And I cut through my neighbor's driveway to get into my house to like go and like run to my parents and be like, look at this fucking thing. As I go to cut across the driveway, it just blips out of my fucking. It just like it's like it disappeared from existence. Yeah, it was just gone. I've, like I was saying, I have I've had those feelings about people. I've had those feelings because um, I've spent some time out in the woods and like off grid for a while, and so Ma, I've had those feelings like yeah, closer on the mic. when I'm when I'm out there that something's like right there watching. And it doesn't feel like an animal, <laughs> but it's just yeah. it's like it's following me and inspecting Sasquatch. me. So I, I do wonder how much Big Big Brother is watching and what they're picking up on. So, mm. I, but they I, say they say that's where the birds come from. Birds aren't real either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> birds are just drones. That's why they sit on yeah. telephone wires. They're that's charging. They, that's how they yeah. charge. Exactly. That <laughs> reminds me. I have, how awkward is it? How strange is it that the telephone wires are so common that if you were to go someplace, would you actually notice that they weren't there? Like if you were in a secluded area or town that doesn't have electricity, would you notice that there's no power lines? It would lines? probably take me. I while. absolutely I would, would definitely have because I've because I've been there, and I'm, it freaked me out. You have underground wiring. Yeah, that's when you're truly in the boonies. <laughs> yeah. When you're off grid, effectively. I grew up in a town that had a population of 300. Sick. 300 people. That must have been 300 people. It's lower than that now. I it's assume a, this is the cold disaster town. Yeah. It's the same place. It's all, all the population died in that disaster. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense, right? It's the same place the Hills Have Eyes was filmed. <laughs> really? Hey, they got they got the um, the rainbow people that live out in um, uh, what is it the the forest up in here in Florida, Ocala National Forest. They got the rainbow people. Yeah, that live Ocala's out there. weird. They are some odd. We call those gays today. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're oh, actually fuck. they're actually um, very much. Uh, gypsies, they're they are their own what did I say? group, and they because um, I, I used to live in Daytona, and they would come in t- into town for like bike week and different events and things, and they are extreme eccentric, strange, odd people. Yeah. They have their own war, uh, order, they have their own um, like kind of laws and things that they follow or code that they follow. They're really really strange. It's like a cult. I would never want to go So I had a friend that, that said that he actually what is it, got, um, he <laughs> was out on a camping trip or with some friends and he ended up um, taking a bag of, of weed from the guy and they um, took him, I guess kidnapped him, you could say. They tied him up and they kept getting him high and higher and higher and he just, they just kept him high for days and he was in a daze until he just, he couldn't stay awake. And he was Jesus. just going nuts. It's yeah. like a Dave Chappelle story. Like. And, but that was their their form of, I guess, creating justice. They got him so messed up that when he finally left, he had no idea where he was. It took him like, yeah, it took him a long time <laughs> to get his stuff back together. And he couldn't fathom or, or comprehend what had happened to him. But they didn't hurt him. They brought him near his car. But he was just like just messed up and awake. They kept him awake. That was the worst part. 
Andreas, speaking of, speaking of Dave oh. Chappelle, um, where I grew up at in Ohio, when Dave Chappelle took a hiatus from comedy, that's where he moved to and bought a farm. He wow. moved, yeah, he moved to where I am from. He Integrity lived down farms. the street from like my my aunt. Interesting. <laughs> and then he took a big hiatus from from comedy, and then he came back. And I like, thought he moved. To, didn't he move to Africa? That's because Hollywood's a conspiracy. <laughs> Is Ohio the Africa of the United States? It might as well be. Huh. That's funny because I just watched something stupid, like one of those reels where somebody was like, I guess he like did something or whatever he was doing. He got sent to like a hell-like area. And like he's looking around, he can he's see in the fire sixth level him, of Ohio. Like, oh no, where am I? Am I in Ohio. hell? And the guy's like, no, worse. And it's a straight sign for Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no. What do y'all think about? Um, I, I don't know who is doing this and who is researching this, but you, we, you know, this is kind of like a uh, an idea that I, when I say they, I don't know who they are, but just a vague them's them. Um, they're playing around with the idea of like. Um, giving people prison sentences, but basically altering their mind to make it so that they feel like they've experienced years when it's only been days. That's you weird. Know? Well, that's something that they... It's employ- like out of Naruto. That's, part, that's part of the um, the psychological torture that they put people through when they're in solitary confinement. Mm. Because you have no sense... Of, once like a couple of days pass, you literally have no sense of the passage of time. Yeah. And they can, you know, depending on how you're treated, feel like years upon, you know, months... But how do you when feel only there for a, f- a few days? How do you feel about like the actual, like like actually fucking with your brain chemistry and stuff? Like, like the MK it, Ultra. To me, it sounds, it, sounds like, like some some Naruto shit. Yeah. Like experiencing a hundred years in one year. Well, see, what's weird is like to me that that it sounds like a PCP trip. It, that feels like a happens. guinea pig effect where like they're willing to test it on prisoners before they apply it to society. Mm. Not necessarily some prisoners, I guess. Well, some prisoners, mm. but I'm saying like for them to like be openly saying like, oh, we're gonna try to alter your brain state to literally not recognize time passing by, and then tell you that they're gonna like test it on prisoners first. It's usually where they test shit. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah, they're doing that in, in society. Like, they don't have to do it in prison. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> they've already, like, probably so skipped true. ahead. Of I have another question for the group. Oh, is, it this, is this a comic group or a comic question? Yeah, there's another listener question. Okay, oh, cool. again from Leaf. What podcast do you listen to? Just for anybody in the room. Oh, um, um, I know a couple good ones. Ghost on the Ox. Awesome, uh, yeah. All right, I, so I do listen to that one, one too. That one's um, all right. I don't know if you guys listen to Boogered Up. Oh. A little late reaction on that have, one. But have, yeah. <laughs> have you ever listened to Boogered Up? No. I couldn't name the guys on there, but that shit is funny as hell. Boogered, Boogered Up. Up is really good. What's um, it about? Uh, it's pretty much the same shit. They just bullshit. All right. There's a couple, like, you would probably recognize some of the names on there, but um, that's a good one. Um, what's a couple other ones? It's, I listened to one by Donut. I can't remember. Donut? Uh, Pass Gas. Donut. Oh, the, donut the car. Yeah, oh, the, the car. car. Donut. Yeah. Um, I know you're talking about, yeah. But they I listen. I listen to an old school one. It was called the Losers Podcast. Oh, I feel like I've heard of and that then, one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and uh, then I listen to Ghost in the Ox. Uh, I listen to. <laughs> I listen to some I Joe that Rogan. One. That's I always a good one. I was gonna Lex make a Friedman. joke. I was gonna make a joke and be like, "There's this one really, really niche podcast that I like to listen to. It's called the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> it's really, it's really Pod, underground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think you guys would know it. And, then, and those are those are usually my my go tos. And then I kind of you know explore sometimes. Perfect. I like to, I do like to explore opposing opinions. I like to fully listen to a podcast <laughs> of someone that I. Don't understand. Don't agree with. Don't don't follow. Cause I I, I want to try and hear it. Just because I don't understand it, 
haven't been exposed to it doesn't mean I don't give it a chance, you know. So I, I do every yeah. once in a while listen in. Yeah, podcasts just, are very good for that. Yeah, they're. I've been listening to uh, Jordan Peterson, you know, pretending like I understand everything he says. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Earn Your Leisure podcast. Oh, that's a good. Good. Uh, good one for for mindset. I'm trying to think of other ones. I've been uh, listening to the New Heights podcast. This is like completely different from what y'all listen to. It's it's uh it's two brothers who are both in the NFL, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. Oh, nice. Um they they have a podcast where they just like bullshit about sports and like whatever like their family. It, it's really just random shit that they talk about, but centered around sports because they both play in the NFL and are currently still playing. And then uh, I'm gonna answer for Taylor because she's not on the episode, but she listens a lot to the uh, the Morbid podcast. I it is like uh, these two one. girls who do uh, true crime. And uh, they like do like really in depth research and tell the story of the victims. Oh, that's cool. And it's uh, it's really good. They also do like listener stories. Like their listeners will send in stories that of of uh, experience that have happened to them. Oh no shit. Yeah. The I the episode that really got me hooked. They talked about uh, Tyler Hadley, who is oh. from here. He's from here, and he murdered his parents and threw a party with their bodies. Oh, in the I other remember room. that. We I went to school him. with him. They they went really in depth on him, like up to the point of like what he nicknamed himself in prison. Like they, they had so much information on it. They, they, they knew more. Uh, he call, he uh, went to prison and started calling himself Hammer Boy. <laughs> oh my he, god! He missed a mark where he could have started calling himself like MC Hammer. Right. <laughs> Hammer time. No. <laughs> like that. He he had an opportunity and he flopped. No, but they they like they went as far as to like contact like his his best friend who was at the party and like other kids who were at the party and like ask about the house and like about the party itself know, and how he I was know, acting during the party. I know a lot of morbid detail about that weren't, because weren't I knew you, a lot of people that were there. Kevin, weren't you like invited or almost yeah, invited I, to I, that? I couldn't go because I was in trouble. Brandon's brother went. Jason went. Yeah, Jason to that went. Party. Yeah. yeah, Jason was there. That's crazy. But he went. He went early, and he left early. But um, I know a lot of people. I'll that talk were about there. a small world growing. I mean, being multi generational at this point, I was over in the same side of town and went to similar parties. I, when I was looking into that story, I was trying to figure out which house it was, and I think it's the same house that. I went to parties too when I was younger. I'm almost positive it's like people. out in the boonies, kind of like it's. Off nah, it's in the suburbs. I think you can find the address. I I remember I found the address at one point yeah. and like. They were like, by the hospital on the other side of town. Yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 really a tragic story for his parents. Well, the I mean, obviously the circumstances are tragic, but like they're the scariest part was knowing that like. Once they opened the story about it, they had a story in Time magazine or some shit, or the Rolling Stone or something like that, wrote about it. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because they identify in that magazine as PSL being nowhere or nothing to do but drugs and break the law. Is literally how the magazine wrote PSL up. Are they wrong? No, but it's just crazy <laughs> to think that like uh, we're it's a nobody town in a, in a way where it's like. It's not that we're nobodies. It's just that there's, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to come up from this. We area. are the largest neighborhood in the U.S. Literally. <laughs> I think Trey told me yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. By, by uh, yeah, St. Lucie is the largest, like, suburban with no urban, like, neighborhood mm -hmm. in the continental United States. I, I'm fairly certain in the same vein that Jacksonville is also the single largest town by, like, land area or the single largest city by land area, despite it being like one of the smallest metro centers in the country. Florida's it's one of the largest. 
Florida is something else because, I mean, yeah. we're in November and we just got hit by a hurricane. Yeah, Bro. right? <laughs> like, that, I mean, yeah. I, what it, even is I was having season. a conversation with someone yesterday and they were telling me how Florida is the most normal state. I think that, that I think is, that it's going to be interesting seeing how things pivot over the next couple of years because with COVID, you see a bunch of like, not to get political or anything again, but it's going to be interesting seeing all of these people moving to Florida, like mm-hmm. all of these like wealthy, well-to-do sort of like right, more right-wing leaning folk who are probably like, you know, fucking global warming or whatever. And then we get hit with, a, with like two massive hurricanes at like the beginning of winter and they're like, so why hasn't it dropped below 70 degrees? Yeah. Right. <laughs> why, why is it 85 What's, degrees in December? Why is yeah. it, why is it 100% humidity? Bruh. Just like, why is there an alligator in my pool? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those are the best. Bro. I have a few more questions. These, so those first three questions were from Twitter. Um, these, so I have a form now on Linktree where you can actually submit questions directly. Um, I have a handful of questions. I think all of these are anonymous, but one of them I know who it is. The name here is just an angry face. And it, <laughs> and it says, are your pockets full of macaroni, che- macaroni and cheese, too? No. Um, Unfortunately not. Where do Remember I that? Uh, I wish. I, I keep that, that uh, chicken Alfredo on. That made me think of the Filthy Frank episode where he's just walking around with ravioli in his pocket. Ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the pocket, Oli? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, cheese but and macaroni. That's fine. Kevin, is that what you carry in your purse? What? Ravioli and cheese. Ravioli. I don't. What if I reached in here and pulled out raw spaghetti? Like, raw spaghetti. Yeah, I'd be Actually, if you were holding off the entire episode for that, I would. I would. I should have set something up to like lead. Some into props. Some, yeah, some yeah. props. No. I mean, I don't know what I got in this thing. Carry around my purse is huge. Yeah. <laughs> I went with the, the sleek, you know, low profile purse keep like my wallet my gun in there that's what that's exactly what I'm saying. Like when i see to- someone with that it's a like totally you got a gun in there do you got drugs in there no but when someone asks me what i have in there that's like the best thing to do is you be like actually you know like i got fuck you, you know? <laughs> 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 got one of these. i got a lot of none of your fucking business yeah. Yeah. some cheese Mind your business bitch but actually no um i was just gonna make a comment um on mac and cheese since that was a question <laughs> yeah i don't know what the fuck has been up with me but i have been sleeping on the mac and cheese what do you mean? Like, okay, so oppor- opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It's really My brain took a second to understand oh, yes. what you said. <laughs> no, but like, okay, so for instance, Chick-fil-A. Queso. Well, I love queso, but I'm saying like opportunities uh, that prevail, like that show mac and cheese as an option. Mm-hmm. I just sleep on it. And yesterday I went home after a 15-hour shift. Huh? All right. And um, uh, I, long story short, I just went home and made a thing at Easy Mac, and it literally saved my life. Yeah. Mac and I, cheese saved I don't, my life. You know, I've slept on mac and cheese my whole life because I never really liked it that much. Devin is a heathen. Yeah. He does not fuck with mac and cheese. And I had it last night. You're out of your mind. So, can, I, can I fill you in on some sauce that might change your you mind can, and will change your life? You can. I'm All listening. right, mac and cheese. I learned, I learned this from... Ironically enough, a restaurant where I had the worst mac and cheese of my life. <laughs> but they served it to me with a, with a, a condiment. A magical concoction of sriracha and honey. Fuck, bro! Any mac and cheese you dink, you, you dink in some sriracha <laughs> honey sauce, it's it it's transforming. Do you I dink or pour it on top? You dink. I don't like. I, you can do either. either. I prefer to like dunk it, you know, just so I can like control the portioning on it, as opposed to just mixing That's it. All I've had that with pizza. But, yeah, I've had that with pizza. Honey? Bro, yeah. it's so fire, so un- It made 
like this fucking bullshit ass like I'm pretty sure they went out of business after like, a few months. We went there like after they opened the previous week. It's some macaroni dive in Stewart. I don't know what it's called, but oh, I've heard of that thing. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I and do. they served it in these like aluminum trays. Yeah, and it was all like watery and shit. Oh my <laughs> god, that was horrendous. I but that. they give you that honey sriracha, and you know it's like a me- instant gilded turkey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, and I've been putting that on like all of my mac and cheese since, and like That's any funny. hot sauce, any honey, bro. Damn, it's, I'm gonna yeah. definitely give that a spin. Please do, I'm highly recommend it. I'm do you prefer it. standard boiled mac and cheese or baked mac and cheese? Baked, baked, on, baked. baked. If, I, if I have it, it's gonna be baked. Baked. Yeah. That's how I live my I life. I made baked mac and cheese <laughs> recently. <laughs> Are we taking a very good? Are we taking a second? I was going to finish what he said. Oh, okay. I was just saying that I made baked mac and cheese recently, and it was fucking delicious. Yeah, for the hurricane, I had some um, pernil and some mac and cheese and some mm. rice. Yeah. My mom's going to leave. Mm, I do have to take sad off. Face. So we're going to continue without you. I got to keep hiring people. You. I got another event today. We're <laughs> Sorry, gonna, she's going to come nice. back with stories. They actually yeah. have an, an air show going on today um, over in Stewart. Well, this weekend, so it should be should be cool. Neat, see cool. Some the air show's this week. Nice. We, so we thank you guys it. very much for for having me and thank you so much for yeah. joining yeah, thank you salute for mama, mama merchant yeah. it was nice meeting all of you you guys hiring no, it was nice to meet you too <laughs> andres will be there storm i still can't believe that you let Dwayne come on the podcast before you did <laughs> i didn't let him do anything <laughs> <laughs> if you got any remote positions up and hit me up because fuck redacted <laughs> redacted oh. fuck redacted <laughs> yeah <laughs> Noted. Any remote non-call center positions, back office pencil, pu- you know, pixel pushing, any of that, any of that like data processing, right. indexing, payroll, jerking off man. in the cubicle, yeah. jerking off in the cubicle. <laughs> if I can get I mean, paid for that, I promise I won't do that if I'm working for you. Thank you. <laughs> Not in the only, cubicle. Only for you. Bye, yeah. You Bye. Bye. Love you. So I have another question. This one comes from Jill. Hey. Will we ever get an episode with your mom in it? Ah! ah. Joke's on you. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. that doesn't Never. seem in the cards, unfortunately. That was perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the wrong question? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to episode 50, Jill. Uh, this, this question comes from Yugi. Instead, okay. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about here, but instead of a runoff election... Should Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker run a 40 dash to de- determine the second Georgia sta- Senate seat? <laughs> oh, so they're saying like for the election run instead a 40 of 40 yard dash. They just make them run. <laughs> Don't yeah. they can barely walk. Got to make him no, earn Herschel that Walker position. No, Herschel Walker can r- probably run. Herschel Walker? Yeah. Okay, well then he's he winning be, obviously. Yeah, he could definitely run. If Herschel Walker can't walk, that'd be sad. Yeah. His last, his last That's <laughs> not going to bode well for his uh his election Herschel needs Herschel, campaign. Herschel needs a walker. Herschel needs a walker. I think I've heard a song that kind of. Well, has first that you in crawl, words. then you walk, and then you run. Yeah. His name's not Herschel Runner. <laughs> True. Make that a hit, a hit campaign on him. They <laughs> yeah. say he's Herschel Walker, yet he can barely even stand for his own <laughs> beliefs. <laughs> he barely can wipe his own ass. His yeah. name is Herschel Walker. He does not need to be running for office. How, yeah. How can you expect him to run for office when he's a self-described walker? <laughs> he's a nighttime walker. Oh God, that's funny. Next question. Next question from... <laughs> I think I know who this is immediately. Beagle. Beagle. Boggle. B-E-E-G-L-E. I know that's you, Leaf. Um, what mic do you use? Well, 
Hold on. We have a few mics. Hold on. I got nothing. We have four Rode Pod mics. That's what this is. Which are what I'm on right now, what Kevin's using. It's what I'm using as well. What Gage is using. Uh, my mom was using my one. My mom was using one. And then I have two Shure SM58s. Which are the best sure. vocalist mics you can get, to be honest. Sure. Sure. No, for uh, bands? Sure. Sure. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. No, they are really good mics. I love them. Um, same, same exact, pretty much same exact price too as these, which w- is kind of crazy. With the shirts? Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, and then I also have two, I'm not using them right now, but we used to use them, uh, Audio-Technica AT2020s. Shout out Audio-Technica. Uh, really good. Fuck, cor- yes. uh, uh, condenser mics, really Sponsor good. Sponsor me. Sponsor Please. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors, uh, Gage, don't you have a sponsor? I am sponsored by uh, W Energy. Uh, use code Gage and Gun at checkout for ten percent off. Hi button. W GG. What's the stream? What's your uh, stream? Twitch.tv slash Gaging Guns. Gaging Guns, guys. Yep. G A G E N G U N S. You hear that? That's pretty badass, man. So what did you have to do to get that? I just applied for it. Really? I'm just saying because if it's like a fresh and up and coming company, that's like perfect standard. Yeah, they, the company actually just started last year. They kind of do the uh, – I, I, I did a little bit of research on it before I like agreed to the partnership and um, like actually like set up my account with them and everything Yeah. Um, because I, w- I wanted to see if they were like suspect – or like yeah, if they were like, like a scammy company yeah. but everything that i've seen is just like they look they seem suspect because they are so new and the way that they're going about things could push people away yeah mm. they run so many adverts just for we want to put your name out there if you put our name out there oh so that, that's their entire marketing thing is we want to promote streamers we want to promote uh anybody who does content creation do they keep you it, up to date, like as far as like? It's um, one of the better marketing. Shows. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. They have a. They have a private Discord for everybody who's a partner. There's like three thousand people in it. Cool. Um, along with all of the devs, the people who make the flavors, the people who created the company, everything, and they post announcements all the time. It's um. How new are they? Like. They, like they literally started last year okay. in 2021. That's cool as fuck. Cool. Props Shout to out, you, man. Shout out, Dubby. So if you didn't hear that, go on Twitch TV forward slash Gaging Guns. Twitch.tv slash Gage and Guns. And if you want to buy some W Energy, uh, W.GG, use code Gage and Guns at checkout. We're going to do a taste test episode. One yeah, we will do a taste That'll test cool. episode. I'll probably do an Shoot. unboxing on my YouTube once we get the uh, get the um, the flavors. They kind of do the same Me. thing as like, they do like, um, it's like tubs of powder. They come with like shakers and stuff. It's like mm. pre-workout or like like G Fuel. You know what I just realized, found out recently is that there's creatine in women's squirt. Stop. I'm just telling you. <laughs> speaking of pre-workout. You know, like 90% of women squirt is urine. We go from yeah. sponsorship it's to It's urea and uric acid. Yeah. And, loses and sponsorship. Well, I, 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 immediately I loses my sponsorship. No wonder it's so sought after. <laughs> I'm just going to redact that statement because I don't actually mean they're peeing on you, but let's just say it comes out of the same orifice. Yeah. You can't let them know about the sauce, man. Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's how you retain the sauce. Jonathan, that's the sauce you need. The forbidden Add a little pre-workout. bit of that. <laughs> pre-workout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Gage isn't sponsored by that sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. But I get you 50% off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me how. Bro. Yeah, that's funny. And yes, for anybody wondering, I would have still made that joke if my mom was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She would have added. She would have laughed. I was going to say, Storm would have Storm capitalized on it. <laughs> 
actually would have made it funnier. Um, I just have something to announce that I think is a part of history with this podcast. Yeah. I moved again. Yeah. I fucking moved again. Let's talk again? about you for a little bit. Yeah, I never even got to see the other house you moved into. Yeah. Well, I know Princeton. Yeah. Okay. So that house, like that fucking house was cool as shit. It was huge. I think you saw it once. Wait, which one are we talking about again? The um, one I just left. The one you helped me move. Devin was there, yeah. I've been there a few times. We played yeah, VR. We played darts, too. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you're the only person that's actually yeah, yeah. seen it. I was but there like three or four times. We, I have a pool now. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so pool party? Guys, yeah. So that's the, that was the trade-off. I traded a garage for a pool. So oh, so no garage. Just parked the no car garage. in the pool. But I am selling <laughs> a car. Do you have like a carport at no, least? Nothing. No, just street I have a parking? driveway. Oh, that's strange. <laughs> it's kind of strange. No that is kind of strange. The house was built in the 50s. And like you can tell they added on. So it was originally like a single home, like a one room home. Now yeah. they transformed the what was the garage in my eyes to the laundry room, mm-hmm. added a door to the outside and like lengthened the driveway all the way up. So it's uh, uh, win and lose. You know, there's you could some, probably if, if you're going to stay there for a while, you could probably also just add on to it. And like I was add, just going to put a carport. Yeah, like, I was going to say you just, can add like yeah. a carport or a garage or something or just do Just cover your driveway. The cool thing is, is actually I'll pull a picture up just so Devin can see it. Then, cool so. screensaver, the, the lock screensaver. Oh, yeah. So we're looking at my phone. I have an AK with a suppressor. Is my Oh, you got a suppressor? I, I don't. Oh, I was about to say, did you pay <laughs> that? <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say, did you pay that $200? I was about to say, tax? that stamp is a little hefty there, my friend. Oh, man. It's um, worth it, though. But as far as the new house goes, I'm loving it because this is the room I get to chill in. Did I save them all? I did. That's that's the new back room. That's all Can black light. Yeah, here. This is the chill room? That's the chill room. Oh, dude, what? The entire yeah, walls are I tapestries. I'm excited. That is rad. That's where... That's where you're going to set up the stew. That's where, yeah. Yes. You can't see it from there, the but... The stew. It's I all black it. light. I see the lighting, yeah. Yeah, I just see lights. It's it's pretty chill. Lighting makes such a big difference on its own with the, with the, with the, the, the feeling of a room. Well, the, the crazy thing about that room is it's a lot bigger than we actually remembered. So when we put furniture in there, we got like a couple seats, my workbench... And a uh, rolly chair in there. That's about all the seating we have. But yet, when you walk out that door that's in that picture, that all is enclosed, like not enclosed, but fenced in patio. And like the, I'm going to eventually have a setup on the back, pa- back patio where we can just get out there, go to the pool and chill and whatnot. But again, like that's my trade off. And like you knowing me, I'm a, I'm a car guy and mm-hmm. getting rid of a garage is like cutting off a left testicle. Mm-hmm. So and re- that's why I'm also leading up to like selling my protege. So. But that's what I've been up to. I've been, I moved again. And I think, I don't know what the episode it was, but we talked about when I was moving that time. That was like within like the first few episodes, I think. Literally, you moved out from your mom's place. We recorded at your mom's house a few the, episodes. A few episodes. Then you moved and we recorded a bunch of episodes there. Yeah. And then I never saw you again. Yep. I just <laughs> you keep, moved getting, like three times I keep getting pushed up north. And in this case, I'm in Vero now. Like Vero, not not even like I feel like Park. Vero is easier to travel to than the other place you've been at, though. What over there um, at my mom's place? No, like King other houses besides your mom's. Well, it's yeah, it's I like easier so. to get there because the other one <laughs> street, uh, that fucking house was stupid. Which one's that one again? That the, was over by, by the one in. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, that, no, it's it's on the, it's like Midway. Yeah, oh yeah, by, yeah. By and the, that, the one that the one that I've been to. Yes. Yeah. 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 So like that that house was a was stupid because we only had so much room to lay out our furniture yeah and we couldn't buy any so when we moved into that bigger house we had nothing like that's why it seemed so barren for so long and then uh the we got we got ran around the loop again because then they, the owner sold the house with us renting it 
Which is some horse shit. That's always horse shit. And so then that, in that case, you can't renew because they're going to increase your freaking rent. And long story short, we ended up just saying, fuck it, and finding a house with a pool, settled down. Only unfortunate thing is, is I'm probably like, how do I explain this? Not going to have to a move A dick hair away from the fucking beach. Oh. You're what? A dick hair away from the beach. Oh, nice. Nice. Like, it takes me probably a sneeze and a fart, and I'll get there. Like, I'm so <laughs> fucking close to the fucking beach right now. It is so unreal. Like, can you hear that, the waves from, nice. from your house? You can smell the salt spray from my house. Yeah. Like, that's, that's sick. How, like, all I got to do is drive over the 17th bridge, like that 17th road bridge, and fucking... There's probably somebody out there, like, looking up all these addresses <laughs> I'm saying, like, the road street. going to cut them out and, I'm like, and post. Oh, you know, no, it's funny you bring this up because you know, I was thinking about how there was one time I was watching a YouTuber who um, was, like... He, I found out at some point watching the video that he's from Florida and I go back. Grace still plays. Grace still plays. Yeah. Yep, I remember this. Gray, if you're listening to this, you better heed my warning because you <laughs> fucked up. Fam. I know where you live. Gray. <laughs> I literally you, look, listen. So uh, there's, there's a thing I do sometimes with channels that if I follow them, or if they're like newer to me, and I've never seen them before. I'll go back to like old videos, like what got them popular or whatever. Like yeah. what was their old, old content? Just out of curiosity. And I discovered videos of him during one of the hurricanes. And I forget which one it was, but a number of years back. And he's like showing his like action. He's like driving around and showing and like without blurring it out street names and shit. That's scary. And so I was like, just to like prove a point, I I went on to like Google Maps and I found, I knew it was in Florida. You just looked up the I corner typed, of the I street. typed in that street and I found based on the video, like where, what house he would have to have been in. No and shit. I found it exactly and I confirmed it like with a video of, like yeah. where he pulled out of and all that stuff. And I'm like, that's that it's that easy if you're not careful. Yeah, which in this case, thank God for Devin's production skills because I know there's gonna be a lot of beeps with me talking. Maybe. Yeah. But, but I mean like Well I, you don't live there anymore, so I don't yeah, I was gonna say that I didn't even say the new address. I'm not going to because yeah. I'm gonna blindfold everybody when I take them there. <laughs> <laughs> Black bag them Yeah, you guys are gonna van. ask me how to get to your house. I'm just gonna show up with a white van, a bunch of burlap sacks and be like, We're going to party. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go see the rainbow people. <laughs> yeah, you got go the cartel go. guys picking us up. The rainbow people speak are just English. Come and pick you up. <laughs> Kevin sent us. <laughs> Fuck <Kevin>. that. <laughs> Imagine a white van. Kevin sent us. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's the Kevin I know because I ain't fucking getting in that. <laughs> um, Tell him Cactus Jack sent you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I might get in that van. <laughs> Cactus Jack sent you. Like, Travis! Am I sitting in the front? Travis! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I have one final question. <clears throat> Anonymous. It says the name is none your fucking business. I fuck with that. If you could rate all the guests you've had on the podcast, who would be your top five? Five. Okay, out of definitely your godfather. Oh, Dwayne. Dwayne would be up there. I would be up there. He, when Shout I listened Dwayne. to him on that episode, like a. You can tell you guys are having a good time, yeah. but he's a natural for some reason. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he just he's a natural. He has a radio voice. He does. So uh, you do too, but like with you guys conversing over the mics to each other, like you, you was like listening to a radio show, like Bob and Tom or something. <laughs> I thought there was Devin and Dwayne. Devin and Dwayne. Devin, yeah. Devin and Dwayne. Devin, Devin, Devin Dwayne. The Love Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, Dwayne would probably be up there, yeah. And I think I'm pretty sure when they say guest, it doesn't mean like, like Trey. I wouldn't consider you necessarily a guest. You're like part of the cast now, pretty much. You're like part of. Like a member, so like you're not like a guest. as like yeah reoccurring yeah. episode. I, I guess is like a one off or maybe a so. Twice. What about um yeah. underneath the what about them castration under the matriarchy? Come, yeah. Come. uh, very good guests. 
Uh, I can't say top five because unfortunately, like top five, I've had a few really fucking interesting ones. Yeah. We are generation has to be up there. We are generation was very deep. We got really deep. What about um, uh, Peter? Peter was really good. Um, I don't know if I can call that top five either, though. Let me think about it for a second. You leaving Pete out of the top five? Um, I don't know, man. Well, He's he got, he got to come back. He 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 left it early because of his fucking migraine. So yeah. about, I got hobby rappers is in your top five, right? Mm, yeah, mm. probably. Great. Way to pressure me. Let me think. Let me think. Let me appreciate think. it. Top five guests. Okay, with a gun to his head. <laughs> in no particular order. Rizzo's episode was. I was gonna say Rizzo. That was yeah. That, that was, was awesome. We got robotomized. That's weird because one of my managers. Yeah. That was a good episode. Uh-huh. My work is named Rizzo. Rizzo, really? Yeah, it's a cool name. Probably owned a cigar shop. You should tell him to go to Rizzo's. I wouldn't doubt it, dude. This guy pulls up in a suit every day. Bro, do you know you have your own lounge in Fort, Fort Pierce? Name <laughs> <laughs> after you, bro. I saw I saw a meme about that on TikTok of this guy. I forget what it was. Um, he went to some restaurant that had like the same name as him. And he like he lived like hours away, and it, it's a, it's a skit. And it's really fucking funny. And he was like, "Wow, it's just exactly how I imagined it. My name. This is my restaurant. This is my name. I'm so happy you guys made it for me." And the the guy <laughs> behind the counter is like, "The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's the owner's name." And then the guy like starts crying and calls his mom. He's like, "Mom, I need you to book me a flight back home. <laughs> it turns out it's not for me." <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Top five. No particular order. Uh, these are all equally in the so top five somewhere. So you said Dwayne and Rizzo. Dwayne. Hobby Rappers was really good. Like, genuinely. Because we talked a lot, a lot of shit. And is this, is that's this also the... technically multiple guests. It was like three and one. Trey was part of that. Trey. Um, Hobby Rappers is one person. Jersey and Iran. Hive Mind. <laughs> They're Hive Mind. <laughs> um, uh, what did I say already? Oh, We Are Generation. So that's three, let's say, and Rizzo's. So Jose, James, and Alex. James was a banger guest. James is say. fucking. I love him. Yeah. Um, so that's. F- Shout out to James. That's f- what. That's four now. Maya Snacks got to be number five. Maya, <laughs> Maya Snacks, Snacks, bro. Shout out Maya Snacks. <laughs> she came through with the first ever podcast <laughs> the first uh, sponsor. Yeah, that was uh, uh, the last time I went to Rizzo's and recorded there. This this oh, lady. Oh, when you named, went up and brought your equipment. Yeah, this lady who who. Um, she goes there and she's like does business with them and she like supplies the the, the shop with uh, snack foods and stuff. Yeah. And she happened to be there while we were recording and she comes up and she's like, can, can uh if I give you guys some snacks, could you get a sh- give us a shout out? Um, no and shit. I'm like fuck yeah. Hell yeah. So what is it? Out, Maya's snacks. Shout out Maya snacks. We got no me. snacks right now. Okay. You gotta you gotta re up. We gotta re up on the Maya snacks. Fuck yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. We also have an exotic snack shop somewhere around PSL. Yeah, we do. Really? Isn't yeah, that, it's like it has all like the Japanese. Isn't that on uh, Gatlin? And, huh? Isn't that on Gatlin? I mm-hmm. think so. It is. Over by Peace Avenue. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. I think so. It's in that plaza What's over it there called? on the side. I, I forget so. what it's called. I think it's called Exotic it's something. It's something. It's Exotic Snacks, but it's like they, they get um those like specialty uh, instructional gummy style things where you pour the powder in the one side. Oh, they have those? I've seen that. Yeah. Like they have a bunch about. of weird shit. You can get like hmm. specialty flavored chips. You know, like they have like Canada, fucking, they have it's big to have like ketchup flavored stuff. I've had those chips, bro. Those are actually good. As a kid, all it is is French fries and ketchup. It, it's funny because yeah, exactly. like as a kid, I used to like ketchup with my potato chips. Oh, so that's perfect for you. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> they made those for you, Devin. Yeah, for me, just like the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, we are generation Dwayne Rizzo's. 
Hobby rapper. That's four. What's the fifth? Mm. Taylor. Mm. Mm. Your mom. Your mom. Your <laughs> mom is number one. Your mom. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. You saved me there. Yeah, your mom, man. Because <laughs> I didn't mom. think about that. But storm, storm coming in. It's funny because like it's the years have gone so far to the point where like, like I'm almost thirty now, mm. and she probably doesn't realize that. Probably not. Like, because the last time she saw me, I think it was like 15, 16. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, a minute. 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Sorry, Half mom. a life ago. Devin, yeah. we got we to gotta get your uh, your top five least favorite guests, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know who your least favorite Number is. Number one, bleep. Number two, bleep. Number, Number three, three bleep. Bleep, bleep. <laughs> Wait. Say who you think it is. And I'll bleep it out. Beep. Rappers. <laughs> he's, not, he's not really a guest. He was. I'll, I won't even bleep that. Yo, go. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about you. Jerry, Jerry. He's only been on like one episode because of because of his shenanigans. Shenanigans? Yeah, but he, I'll tell no, you his later. shenanigans. I'll tell you later. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah. his shenanigans have caused us to lose like three episodes. I can tell you. He is the worst like, guest. Yikes. I've been on like three episodes where I know it was shit. And I'm not gonna say names, but you know who I'm talking about. Uh, oh, I do know yep. one of them. Yep. I knew I know one of them because he's on drugs. Yeah, he's on coke the whole fucking this dumb, time. This fucking dumbass brings coke into your mom's house. Into my mom's fucking house, bro. Well, and then the fucked up part is he starts taking his shirt off while my mom's like vacuuming the fucking house and runs to the bathroom and it's like, oh, he's like sweating. And he's like, like the house was like sixty fucking degrees and this dude's sweating. Yeah, what and he's like fudge? constantly. He's pulling a gunner, and he's like constantly interrupting us. Like pulling a gunner <laughs> every time we would get on a Got topic, a it was something that Got he wanted brother. to talk about. But we ain't gonna say nothing. Wait, what'd you say? I said every time we would get on a topic, he would interrupt us. Oh yeah, and yeah. It would be something he would want to talk about. Yeah, he would be like, oh, uh, like he would one up our topics. Yeah, for no reason. And he, he then he started pitching ideas for like. Yeah, podcasts. he was saying he was gonna be a new podcast within the podcast. Yeah, and, and it was me. It was supposed to be me and him, and not you for yeah. some reason. And one of the ideas, I'm like. What about Kevin, though? Yeah, I don't know. And it's, then and then he, like, afterwards, we're done. I remember he goes to the bathroom while we're recording, and you and I just look at each other like, Can we fucking end Wow. This? And then later on, after we're done, and he's... He, he wanted to record another no, episode. No, later on, after we're done, he's like, Oh, so uh, when do you think you're going to put this out? And I'm like, mm. Oh, yeah. He uh, comes right out of the bathroom, clearly after sniffing some shit, and he goes, So are we going to post this today? Because I want to hear it. <laughs> the shit never came out. Not shit. with your fucking drug addict ass. Oh my god, fuck? this shit did not come out. Uh, and we're not gonna say names because people mean well, but it's like you know who dude. you are, though. Yes, you do. I don't think he listens to this. Like I said, I've I've been on a few. What, are some, what are some other ones? Because I don't remember. There, I know one that you were on that we was ruined not by anybody's fault, but because of equipment failure. I remember that one. Um, the one with the migraine. If you go and listen to that one, I actually. <laughs> Uh, that was a bad day. I was I did not feel good. Wait, I, what's that one? I don't remember that. I don't, I don't know, but it's um whatever the last episode Kevin was on. No, it's it's back there. I think it's like episode 13 or some shit, but I feel like if it was really bad, I wouldn't have uploaded it. No, you uploaded it. Or or edited it nicely, so it was Well, like because more we we it. ended the recording where you're like, "Okay, yeah, Kevin really isn't feeling good." But long story short, um I know that one was a bust from in my case, but uh, the other guests that I know we had would sit there and and talk like this. Would literally talk like this, this the whole time. This was the recording. <laughs> it yes. Might have been me. Wait, who is that? <laughs> who is that? I know Andreas you can, has you definitely can say done it, I'll that. Bleep it. You're gonna believe it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that uh. makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then he would say, lean, He would say, "Lean into the mic." Right? And, and or do you not know? Him? Do I know which, which, um, which redacted? <laughs>
A lot of bleeps. Like, seven beeps right there. Yeah, yeah right. Beep, beep, but beep, the beep, thing beep. is, is that like he's gonna know, cut the whole conversation. For whatever reason, that whole relationship with him and I, like, I just haven't talked to him and all that stuff. Now you're doing what he's doing right now. You gotta get closer. Oh, that's to what mic. I'm saying. I'm doing what like. He's doing. <laughs> okay. No, but like the funny part was, is Devin would turn around and go get closer to the mic. So when he would, he would just talk really quiet, and he would be close to the mic, but then talk super quiet. And then Devin's like, "Speak up!" So then when he speak up, he'd do this. <laughs> so the whole episode was Devin like he couldn't even content the episode he was just like can you talk louder can you move closer to the mic I can't hear you can can you do something like <laughs> <laughs> I think that was maybe the first one he was on because like, he did um he did another episode with us that was a lot better yeah, you're gonna that. have to like cut out part of this because someone's gonna be able to do what you did to that poor streamer and be like who the fuck are they talking about <laughs> they're talking shit about me <laughs> Listen, no, if you go through all the work to figure out who we're talking about, then you can just know. Contact yeah, you them. Let them know that we're talking shit. Give <laughs> them Contact them. them. <laughs> all right. Apparently, Andres wants to throw hands. So. I want the smoke. <laughs> I want the sauce and the smoke. Yeah. He's coming out with that fucking bourbon glaze. <laughs> but um, aside from bad episodes, I think you've the majority from where I can see you guys took off with it. Because after, after my second move, we just got done talking about it. And it was like you were more in, involved with it. You could hear that your guys' content kind of like took off. You know what I mean? You guys, it, it, it like you lessened the threshold, if anything. Like you just let it broaden. That's actually counterintuitive. Like you broaden the threshold to yeah. where it wasn't so, you know, cut out and, and stuff. You let everything kind of flow naturally now, yeah. which I think is a little more uh, on the side of organization wise. I think it fits better. That's better for me as as who I am because I just I'm all over the place with well, my conversations it, anyways uh, yeah but at the same time it's like when you think about like if you listen to it, uh, some of the other podcasts where the people are very like topic structured and well, like and like very just they only want to talk about what their topics are right. it's like you're watching a news well yeah part of the reason that a lot of podcasts do that and that was the reasoning for why I wanted to start that way yeah was because it was about if we're starting a podcast and we're not like celebrities, nobody knows who we are. I need to find some kind of niche yeah. topic yeah. that people are interested in. Well, the current into, events, the current events we had going on back in the day, we were finding some crazy shit. It was mostly current events and paranormal shit. Yeah, it I was, missed the bucket. The bucket. Oh, the it's a musical bucket. and the musical. That was sevens. fun. That would be another good one when we have like a good number of people, is because we. What did we do? We sat down, wrote. We had a bunch of random prompts written on um, cards in a bucket. Yeah. Yeah, and then we just we tore up a bunch of pieces of paper and would pull one out and spin the bucket around the whole room. But it was like four of us, I think. Were we improving, or was it? We like... we had one where I got on the guitar and we tried to make a song on the fly. I found that track that, recently. Really? That was awesome. I love that. You remember spaced out? Yeah. When we were getting, we were setting up and you were just spaced out on the guitar doing something. Yeah. And I was setting up whatever and you just went for like a good couple minutes. Yeah. I found that recording recently. And I remember we, I thought we were going to use it as like an intro or something, but it was all sad and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, welcome um, to the show. But yeah, a lot of, um, that, that was kind of the idea is I, I wanted to start out with a niche topic and that's where Ghost on the Ox came from. You remember it was about music and paranormal shit. And that was supposed to be our, our, our like entry, but it just kind of well. Don't get me wrong. Evolved too. into just more the, shit. The best thing about it is, it's, with it being so broad, you still can. Yeah, like you still can. So I, that's why I like, was happy to get on the episode because you don't know what we're about to do in ten minutes. 
Yeah. Like don't. You, you, Neither do I. I don't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's un- I although don't know it's scripted. I'm about to do in 10 yeah, believe it or not. It's <laughs> like, like, I, it or not. I do know that. I could I, fill this room with neurotoxin right now, and you probably are <laughs> right now. So sick. I read ahead <laughs> on the script. Sick, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have content. Yeah, Glad to be on the show. Ten minutes later, it's just silence because everybody's dead. All you hear is. Yeah, someone <laughs> fart whenever that was silent. Doesn't Dre's head Pops landing is, on the hype button? <laughs> Pops is just hitting the fucking. <laughs> what happens if you hold down the hype button? Does it keep going? No, nah, just once. Uh, just start, yeah. I can't believe you made me have to grab it off your thigh. By the way, <laughs> no, but you had to hold it. No, I did it like that, like you know, like the oh oh the yeah tracks yeah, yeah. and stuff. You gotta take this away from me. <laughs> Yo, it, that's that's just dangerous at open mic because I have it on the table and anybody can just come sit next to me and, Slap and, the and start point. using it and I just look at them like that was really bad timing. Yeah, <laughs> abuse of the hype button not to be a bannable offense. Right, <laughs> completely only, banned from. The yeah. only people that I've you're given, never allowed to come back. I've only given three permission, three people permission to use it uh, as much as they want, and that was Pete, uh, John, and. Pete just has good taste and shit, so I'll just I, he'll he'll know when to do it right. John, I gotta restrict him a little bit. Yeah, he's the you, he's he, the chaotic you, element. That he'll go up there and just yeah. hit it. He'll go up there and just hit it eighteen times. Yeah. <laughs> you, you offered it to me at the last open mic, but I was like, this is a lot of responsibility. You almost passed him like the the Green Lantern's ring. Yeah, <laughs> be careful with this. With great power comes great responsibility. What you really need is you need a hype button like that one, but then a hype button with like a really dead ass battery. For the bad performances, <laughs> so that you just, hear, <laughs> just get one you can record a sound on, and then just like rip ass into it. <laughs> so, but like, still print hype on it. <laughs> so, like someone comes up, we're like, yeah. I'll it's just do what I do for the hobby rapper show. I'll come up with the octa track and just do a bunch of like crazy pitch bends and effects on the fucking air horn. <laughs> Sound like a Corvette taking off. No, I want to yeah. get I want to get a bunch more buttons like that to have on the table for open mic. Well, you can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I want to get one. You know, the hype one. Then I want to have like a money one. Ching. Then I'll have like a one, yeah, and then like go. a. Want want. Like I think a, at you that you should buy a soundboard. One that sounds like Squidward's feet. <laughs> Buy a soundboard and then like. No, it's easy to program. If you actually got one of those like MPK like touch button things, I could set it up. Yeah. Uh, well, I have. I was gonna use my iPad and just like get a, a like a, a soundboard deck? app. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, app. I was about to say you just got your iPad repaired. So but it, it still has problems, unfortunately. Really? So I had it broken. Apple. Well, I don't think it's an Apple prop fault. No, it's Apple. Fuck yeah, Apple. It was hacked fault. by the Russian spies. Fuck yeah. you, Steve Jobs. Whoa. <laughs> he said uh, that. Not me. Steven Careers. <laughs> Steven <laughs> Careers. That's his full name. Spelled with a PH. Stefan Careers. <laughs> um, no, oh, the, the issue is so I broke it, right? I broke the screen. And I just had it sitting there for the longest time, for like two years, because I got the laptop and I never really needed it for anything. Because um, everything that I was wanting to do was just a superior experience on my laptop. Um, so I never had any purpose for it. So I just had it set aside and through various room arrangements and cleaning up or moving around, just living my life and whatever, I think something either fell on it or something was on it and put pressure in a bad spot. And after getting the screen fixed, um, the touch sensitivity is like fucked up where it still works technically but sometimes it, you hit like you're typing and you hit like the letter y and it won't register and you have oh. to hit it twice mm. and it could it have been a bad screen f- repair f- i don't know because it also has like some pixels that are like permanently blue 
Oh, that's, like a, that's like, dead pixels. There's like a couple of streaks that's like permanently blue. That's usually from a bad connection. Dead well, pixels. I'm not sure what to do about it. You can. Um, I might just get you a whole do new. do the Apple way and just buy a new one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can trade them in, can't you? I don't know. Maybe. I think yeah. you can. Maybe I'll do that. That's so funny that like Apple is the dealership of phone products and tablets because when you ask them for some support or you say like, hey, I'm taking my phone apart and I just wanted to make sure if I take this part off, you know, am I able to like get a new one? They'll tell you like straight up, nah. don't take your shit apart. Like they tell you, they're like, don't do that. Just warranty void. Yeah, exactly. So like as far as dealerships go. Fuck like, a warranty. Well, not even that, dude. Like, like at, for instance, at my dealership, if your car explodes... Quite literally, like if your engine dies, we'll just throw a new one in there. You don't have to go get a whole new car. But like Apple is like, oh, I'm sorry, you lost all three thousand pictures of your newborn child. That's Sucks. okay. You can buy an iPhone 14 for fucking five hundred dollars. You could pay eight ninety nine <laughs> to have fifty gigs of uh, iCloud space. A safe. free non pictured space yeah. of your non newborn. Yeah, <laughs> your non newborn. And then it'll we'll because give you of a screensaver of a beach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was this talk for a while about. Um, how Apple would start using algorithms to scan iCloud storage stuff to filter uh, to like report you for like bad stuff like child porn and whatever. And I was, there was a whole conversation about what if like it's your own kids, like you have a picture of like your kid in the bath or something. Is that gonna count? I think they kind of identify in between like how zoomed in you are on the pecker. <laughs> yeah, no, that's real. Like if you yeah. have like a clearly like odd picture of a child's genitals, then you're probably a freak. Yeah, and that's mm. where content moderation comes in. Zero, <laughs> con- I zero tolerance to that shit, bro. I almost felt like I had to beat the fuck out of somebody the other day. Oh, yeah, there's a good story. I was at Publix, and um, uh, the cashier was like, I would say no older than 16, mm. and like this old, and I mean old, like unsuspectedly from this old person was being very fucking weird. Like dirty, not even dirty. Asking when she would get off work, and oh. stuff like that, and being like, "You wanna, you do you wanna um, uh, sugar daddy and shit like that." And Yeesh. I, like, got up to the cashier and I told her, she was just like, "Hold on a second. And like, she clearly had to walk away, and for whatever reason, and like a new lady came back, and so in my eyes, that lady, that young girl, just got so fucked up in the head, uncomfortable. She had to ask somebody to replace her. Yeah, I got rung out by a new lady. And it just so happened that when I got checked out, all I was grabbing was cat litter. I could give a fuck. Um, I walked out the same door he was walking out and come to find out he was parked directly next to me. Mm. And there was like a, I would say like a penny's worth of energy that it would have taken me for him to turn around and say something. I would have threw that box of litter at his fucking head. Like it was just, it was one of those things where it's like, it's, it's set up way too perfect. You park next to me. I'm the person behind you in line. And I just witnessed that. Like I really should beat the fuck out of you. But I didn't, because I'm a good person. You just know what I mean? The fuck out of like his car. I don't know what was going on in his head. Just remember his license plate. Well, I, 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 I long story short, zero tolerance for that shit. Yeah. Like I do not like that shit at all. Nobody should have tolerance for that shit. It's well, disgusting. Absolutely zero tolerance. So, like, if I, I'm gonna form like a, a regime of people to just go and beat the fuck out of pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> like you, no, no guns, no guns, just nightsticks. Can we start you with know that? How, yo, Epstein's Island just got um, glassed. We can just send them all there. Honestly, yes. you know how you know how there's like there's different organizations like Moms Against 
Blank. Night Watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's like that. What we do what the for Avengers pedophiles? I'm being completely serious too, because if you go on like the interwebs, you look up videos of like dads against pedophiles, and like they're videos of guys who are pretending to be this like kid meeting up with a, a reoccurring um, person who's like, EDP, mm-hmm. and, and like EDP. they they go out there and like Yeesh. pretty much put them on blast. And in, in my eyes, I wouldn't be putting you on blast. I would just be running up on you. You know about EDP? No. So oh EDP- no no. Um. What's his name? EDP. But what does that stand for? Eat that, that pussy. pussy. Four, that, four, okay, five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly what you're about to say. When they, he got, he was being interviewed and there, he was super casual about it. Yeah. So what happened was, um, so he's a big like internet meme. Like all of his content just kind of be, grew and became memes, just because he's a he's very like a like, meme cameo. Yeah. Well, he actually had a cameo account. <laughs> and you know what's fucked up? Before this shit happened, where he got caught. I bought a cameo from him Damn. for a friend of mine. <laughs> really? Yes, I bought one for my friend. The worst twelve dollars ever spent. It was like forty, I think. Holy fuck! <laughs> Damn. Uh, but anyway, so I want that money back. Um, <laughs> you, Not a lot of cupcake mix with that money. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll explain that. So what happens is um, he, he there's like. Trouble. There's allegations that were thrown around first. I'm going to go through like the whole timeline, but I'm going to go kind of quick. Through. Yeah. So he get, there's allegations first of him talking to like underage girls and whatever. And I guess he finds out that it's he's being fucked with. So he's like starts trying to cover his ass. Like, oh, I wouldn't talk to no kids or whatever. And turns out, you know, he, he, actually, he was already he, deep he, in he it. He was. Um, tries to cover it. It goes under the rug. People forget about it because there was no like proof, like solid proof about it. Um, then time goes by. There's these YouTubers who, uh, what were they? They called they, um, uh, they had a name for like going after predators or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I saw one predator like, something. I've seen one sure, that goes sure. around. It's like something against predators, and it's like it's not the word dads, but but it's like on that same like term. But um, they they do a sting on EDP where they have a person pose as a like a. I don't know, 13 year old girl or something, Ugh. 14, whatever. And, um, get him to meet her and they go to the place. He's there. And then they confront him on camera yeah. and he's super casual about it. Like he's super like acting like this is not happening. Yeah. And he's and just he's like, like, yeah, I was, I was chatting with her. No. Yeah. He, but he, he come up with the excuse was, Oh, I was just here to pick up a cupcake that she made for me. <laughs> what? That was his excuse. Uh, okay. and, and then he's like super like trying to, play it off and be friendly with the guys. He's trying to be funny. He's like trying to dap him up and he's like, I'm not touching you, dude. Yeah. yeah. I remember that part. Yeah. And the guy's and like, then, oh, I was good talking to you. And he just freezes right there. Like, yeah. They leave him hanging. Cause he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Also up fun fact. Uh, that was the origin of the cotton 4k meme. Really? Yeah. It was that. Yep. Oh wow. I didn't know that. Damn. He, um, what happened was what sucks is so he's been like banned from everywhere on the internet Everything. possible and anytime he tries he's tried a bunch of times to make new accounts and stuff and every time it gets to a certain size and people catch on he gets banned again really and um but what sucks is because they didn't have like police involvement from the beginning they can't press charges because there was no actual kid involved or maybe I forget if the decoy was a kid or not. But anyways, there was no police involvement from the beginning. And there was no, like, legal action. legal actual offense yeah. made. So they can't make any charges against and it. And that was... That so was a, so it's basically on 
the internet's shoulders to like follow him everywhere he goes to and report him. Delete. <laughs> and that was culture. a huge uh, issue that um, uh, Chris Hansen had with To Catch a Predator, and yeah. part of the reason why that show got canceled was because a lot of his uh, and his team's actions would lead to these people who were caught basically getting off Scott three. Scott three. Who, who the first two? Scott three. Uh, <laughs> Scott <laughs> one. Scott two. Yeah. And Scott three. Fuck Scott one and two, bro. But they got off Scott three. Scott free. <laughs> uh, because Poisoning uh, your mind. <laughs> bruh, for real. The mem- these memetic hazards. Uh, oh, man. They got, yeah. What was I talking about? <laughs> Scott free. Uh, Chris Hansen. People yeah, get Scott, okay, yeah. Get well, Scott free. Well, yeah, I mean, I, ma- I made the point. It's like, yeah, so basically them showing up there would be like, it's kind of like a honeypotting situation. So since there wasn't any child involved, like you said, you know, they couldn't use them doing that or any of the research that their team did up to that point as evidence because it was effectively like a honeypot situation. Mm-hmm. EDP is such a fucking like... weirdo, too, because like the texts, like the messages between oh him God, and the bro. kid. And I, I'm forgetting if they had an actual kid play the part. I think it was, a, I almost want to say it was an older woman. I forget. I forget that detail. But what was creepy and like just weird about it is how like. He was vulgar. He was like he would he sent like a picture of his shit in the toilet. He was like, "Oh, I just took a big shit." <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. He was vulgar, like, but it was just like disgusting. It's like not even funny. It's like yeah, weird it's, as fuck. What's gross? <laughs> predator poachers, bro. bro. I does not got the size. Yeah, predator, predator poachers. poachers were the people. Bro, thank you. Yeah. I remember this dude at, in school one time in high school did that same shit, thinking he was gonna get a laugh out of the guys. Comes out of the fucking bathroom with his cell phone. And takes a picture of a fucking log. <laughs> like, I'm talking like you would have to use a, like a fucking chainsaw to cut this bitch down. And he, like, shows everybody. He's like, I just took the massive, like, the biggest fucking shit ever. And everyone was like, yeah, what's bro, what the you? fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and, every, and he's like, isn't that funny? Everyone's like, no, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, why even... What the fuck are you thinking? Since, and since, everybody like, like, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I think that's a little bit funny. <laughs> but I mean, like, in the, the situation in a, of him doing that, is yeah, funny, like the but situation is funnier yeah, than yeah. the actual picture. That's when you gotta swipe. Like, does he have? Is this in a playlist? Like, like, you know, yeah, like <laughs> album. Just, his gallery is just pictures of shit. <laughs> <Album>. <laughs> that's a that's a keeper. <laughs> that was chilly night. Yeah, that was <laughs> Taco Bell point three. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm never eating a fucking uh, euro again. Look at this shit. It's like literally this shit. Don't eat the burgers from AutoZone, bro. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> burgers from Speaking AutoZone. of fucking food poisoning, whatever. I went and got one of those. Like, you guys can judge me all you fucking want. All right. I was doing labor work. I ate a fucking cheeseburger from Wawa. Yes. I like those. I actually like those. Bro, it gave me the worst fucking food poisoning. I was throwing serious? up and shitting at the same time. Whoa. At the same time. You know how hard and painful no, that is? I, yeah, that's bad. I've been there. Yeah, dude. Like, talk about, like, I don't need to get stabbed to know what it feels like because that's exactly what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and the worst part was is that um, the throw up smelled worse than the shit. Uh, that's terrible. That's real. So, like, yeah, just in case Based. you want. You I actually <laughs> like Wawa food in general. Wawa food is good. Don't eat the fucking burgers because they're going to make you throw up your lower uh, intestine. Or any of that food there I is guess horrible you... for you. Don't put that shit in your body. <laughs> well, Go eat late. some fresh broccoli, just bro. Just an affront to God and his creation. Speaking, don't even... <laughs> speaking of shit, there's this guy on TikTok who's doing a series of how much fiber do you have to eat to take a 10-pound shit. 
and oh, he God. he's, he's gonna eating die a, doing that. He's eating a bunch of fiber and then weighing himself before and after he shits <laughs> and he's like going, he's documenting going to the like whole thing. Cause a fucking world. like a rupture of his colon. Yeah, the man's got the cargo colon. Yeah. Nah, the he's cargo like cargo colon. <laughs> he's disgusting. so far right now. He's like barely above the recommended amount of fiber per day, and he's at like nine point eight pounds. God, you realize how. The average baby born is like seven pounds. Yeah. He's taking baby shits. He's literally, literally shitting, shitting babies. Infants. Like God. he's, well, actually I could be wrong. I think the statistic now is baby ears are coming out bigger. I wouldn't be surprised. Ooh. It's the GMOs. Another cat is right. You know what's actually uh, been shown? They've talked about this in Joe Rogan a bunch of times. Um, Joe Rogan's not my only source on this, but <laughs> just <laughs> so everybody knows. But they've actually measured that there's a correlation between people's microplastics in their bloodstream and stuff and their bodies like developing differently over time and the biggest thing that's changed is people's the size of people's taint has been getting smaller Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that's actually bad because it's like people are being like on a physical level more feminizing like men are like losing like testosterone levels and like yeah. all this shit. But this like, is I'm, what was uh, this is what Alex Jones was talking about when he got into the turning the freaking frogs game. The yeah. worst part about that? <laughs> no, that was literally him describing that exact process taking part in a polluted yeah. frog population. The worst part about that, that was that he was right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. No, the worst part about Alex Jones is that he's right most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> he just I don't know if he's right most of the time. He's right <laughs> some of the time. He's right enough for it to be concerning. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, right, he's right enough that you, they, so people listen to him. He should, we should, but like, he's also wrong enough that he has to pay $450 million. It's like $460 I'm going to ask my girlfriend if she's noticed any differences. Yeah, is my tank shrinking? No, but they were saying that um, like average penis sizes are getting smaller. Um, taint sizes are getting Speak smaller. For yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will, Hi Kevin. Uh, I will, uh, Kevin. Uh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I lost three inches last week. <laughs> God, I want my foreskin back. You're going to fucking therapy, talking to your fucking doctor. He's like, "How are you? How are you doing today?" And you're like, "It's good. It's been a long week. How, how are you down there?" Lost another inch. <laughs> I drank an entire case of great value water. I've been sitting out in the sun for like a week and my penis won't, it just won't even, <laughs> I can't get it's away. retracted into my body. I drank a bottle of water I left in my car for three days and now I can't feel my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of microplastics. Yeah, that is. I think you were saying that it's equivalent to like a credit card size amount of plastic per year Holy or, some, or shit, something dude. like that. How, see, that. the problem with that too is just like you can't I might be spreading misinformation. You can't... Um, once that shit's in your bloodstream, it's hard to remove it. It's like impossible. Pretty yeah, much. You have to like completely change everything, your entire diet. You might as well get for, an like, infusion. Like, yeah. Honestly. Replace all your blood. Yeah, replace your blood. <laughs> R&R blood transfusion. No, nah, but that, even then, if you're getting other people's blood, they also have it. Just so get a new yeah, body. They can separate like, that stuff. Can they? Like, yeah, plasma labs. They have ways you can like purify blood. I know well, you, you know those separate. like centrifuges that spin yeah. the vials yeah. that separate the plasma blood? I'm yeah, sure they, that has something that, to do They with definitely it. do separate it. I wonder if the guy who invented the the ride that like Gravitron five thousand used to like use one of those things was like this would be fun to put kids on. <laughs> like Imagine a, centri- a child in this syringe. Yeah, all the blood's getting rushed to their feet. They're fine. <laughs> That's funny. I've actually never been on one of those. I kind of want to. Yeah, don't. I kind of want to try. It's when fun. It's when we were fun. in middle school, yeah. Gunnar lost his phone on one of those. Oh, you're talking okay. about the thing like that the, like the floor drops gotcha. out and it's like the ground. Fuck. 
that. Yeah, like it was. That's not cool. It was not. No, sir. Nope. The, like the floor Big drops nope. out, you're stuck to the wall, and then Gunner dropped his phone, and it like fell like underneath the entire fucking like structure of the ride. You guys were one phone away from dying. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, those kind of rides, fuck that. But the regular ones that have the floor yeah, in it, that yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. I, I have a general distrust for carnival rides or any of those type of rides that they get taken down, put up and taken down constantly, because. They're held together with yeah, duct tape and zip ties and put together and by, by people who are like to, on LSD. Wait, wait, one person talking. Duck cage, what? <laughs> hmm? What were you saying? I was I saying that they're, the they duck. are so unsafe. They're like held together with zip ties and duct tape and put together with, by people who are on coke. Oh, I tell you what. Go to the next fair and go to uh, the ride called uh, a Zipper. No, Fuck. Oh, that one hurts. Look, look at the Deal. chain that drives that fucking ride. That chain is older than all of us in this fucking room. Jesus. Oh yeah. Like I swear to God. Like I've I went on that ride one time and they told you like it's it's best to keep your head against the cage. It's impossible. Your head banging in there to no music the whole time. Like right. the, you're literally thrashing like uh, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And then the thing centrifuges you around the top of the ride and then you get all the blood rush to the top of your head and you get nauseous. It's I not worth it. it. And that they they should call that ride the castration ride because like you lose all like fucking sense of ability to exist afterwards. I don't really like rides much in general because I have a general like distrust for things that take my control out of the situation. Yeah, like you're essentially signing your life away on a ride for 30 seconds. And that's why I have a general fear of flying too. I'm with it. Well, for me, I, I will go on just about any roller coaster that looks like it was built by an engineer. Like, it, it, like a, I mean, I draw the line at like rickety wooden roller coasters because you'll you'll you know leave with a hernia. But um, <laughs> you know what? I really I've really grown to like really not like it's one of those things. Like as I've gotten older, I've understood it less and less. Are the appeal of like traveling carnivals in general because everything about them seems purpose built to make you like sick and throw up. Between the rides being super crazy and like nausea nausea inducing. The greasy ass food oh, that yeah, they feed about- <laughs> you, and the fact that there's always a, pe- a petting zoo that smells like a fucking meat rendering plant, like every time. <laughs> right there, like yeah. they're just taking the cows that you're petting around back and blasting them and selling them to the <laughs> meat market next door. Yeah, like- exactly. I don't understand how in the world anybody finds any of that appealing, but it brings tons of people to these places all the time. Like it's really wacky. Build it, and they will come. Yeah, yeah but I see, ser- I wanna, up. I wanna fight the guy who came up with that. Uh, the cage you throw the ball at that asshole clown. Oh, my uh, God. those are kind of fun though, bro. Yeah, well, no, when you can that's the best part the of the fair. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, the, but like the cage. Don't you have a story about that? About one of those those asshole tanks? clown rides? Where it's not I do a have a story about one of the dunk, the dunk tanks, tank. but not of like a heckler inside of one. Um, well, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Is the fucking hecklers? They're supposed no. to be talking shit at you most of the time. My school did like a. Oh, uh, that don't count. Yeah, my school did one, but they put like the teachers in the oh, dunk yeah. tank, nice. and uh, you could pay like like a dollar for like three throws or whatever. I dunked my principal twenty seven times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> So you spend. I'm not even bucks. joking. Like I'm dead ass not joking. I, I, I hit the, the I hit the button 27 times in a row. You're throwing like from a foot away. Just like, no, hey, bitch. no, no. It's it's further away. But I was like, why'd you give me a D? Yeah. I got yeah. I got I got kicked out of the school that year. <laughs> that was my that was that was my last day. They're like, you know what, Gage? That was intentional. We're just gonna go ahead and write you up now. <laughs> no, she took a picture with me afterwards because I had dunked her. Yeah, so her caption is times. "fuck this kid." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's my god! Up. No, but those asshole clowns, bro. If they were like, if you know why they put a cage around them? 
Because some of those fucking dudes that go up there and get pissed off that are like beefed up on testosterone. Try to hit them. Like, not only that, bro, but they'll like sit there and be like, come down here and fight me, motherfucker. And it's just like the bro called your girlfriend fat, bro. Like, chill. You know what I mean? And she is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to know who's the guy who would be like, you know, it'd be a great idea. You know, Richard from sales. Let's let's dress him up as a fucking clown and put him in a cage and tell him to talk shit about everyone. That'll be great. Be like, Just why Richard? Privilege. Be like, why Richard? Because yeah. Richard's a fucking dick. Like that's why. And we're like, and we're, we're, we'll, we'll charge kids five dollars for six say. six balls, and we'll try. We'll put him forty feet away from a three foot target. Solid. You know, from a three inch target, and then every time they miss, the heckler gets more and more asshole. You mm. know what I mean? That'll 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 sell. And then you put it out there like you're saying, build it, and they'll fucking come. And the next thing you're like, oh, fucking dunk tank, sure. And you throw the first three balls, and the guy's like, your mom's a whore. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> Mom throws the ball and hits it first try. He's like, fuck you, bitch. Let's go get our deep fried butter. Ew. <laughs> There's definitely a kiosk with that. I've heard of it before. Yeah. Deep fried butter. That sounds I, disgusting. I, I think the end of all end for carnival foods for me is whenever you start to get to the shit that's like meat on a stick and you can't identify it. Done and, and they're like teriyaki flavor and you're like sweet like let me see what it is and they're like yeah that that animal was just in the petting zoo like 10 <laughs> minutes ago With some chipmunk ankles you harvested the past three casualties ankles. of the zipper yeah. straight from that's meerkat out. the casualties of the zipper <laughs> yeah. oh my god uh well we've been going for two and a half hours so i think it's a good time to wrap the fuck up for part one this is part one only two uh, hour long part one Two and a half. Let's probably get cut down slightly, but um, wow! And this whole episode's not even done technically because you still gotta have a whole second group. Yeah. What are you doing tomorrow? This is later today. Oh, later today. Yeah. All this is setting. This is staying up, except for the wine that we finished. I'll tell you what. My sitting position has created quite the kink in my lower hips. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm leaning, like a lot. Because I I gotta pee. No, like this is straight. You can move the mic up. You could have. No, I'm fine. I'm All right. totally good. Well, thank you for listening um, and celebrating episode 50 with us. Um, anybody That's have anything they want to plug before we go? First off, follow Ghost in the Ox on Twitter. Follow Ghost in the Ox on Instagram. Give us money on Patreon if you want to. Uh, Patreon.com slash Ghost on the Ox. Um, we can always use more microphones. Um, seating. I think the cool end goal would be to be able to get you a semi-permanent studio that i would like to do that absolutely i can't talk about it really on air but i do have something sort of in the works on that we're not going to get into detail i'll tell you about it after uh thank you fucking casper the ghost over there <laughs> whatever, the, whatever that was did you hear that that was the, yes the, the hype the building of hype <laughs> um uh anybody else have anything to plug social media anything um twitch.tv no. slash gauging guns there you oh go. yeah wait no do it again Twitch.tv slash Gaging Guns. And then your promotion for? W.GG. Use Gaging Guns at checkout. There you go. Fuck yeah. Um, I don't really have a plug. I keep telling you. I said this last time I was talking to you, but I'm going to get back into music. I'm going to be producing. So look out for that. SoundCloud forward slash Lars. L-A-R-Z. New persona. Dope. Neat. Yeah. It's going to be completely different. I'm going to take a different approach to it. I'm probably done with the dubstep for now. So look for um, some beats. I'm going to probably put out a beat tape for my first release. Ten tracks of nothing but uncut production by yours truly. Um, all for free download. So, yeah, keep an eye out. SoundCloud.com forward slash Lars. Dope. There it is. Your Andreas, anything? Keep listening to the pod. Support us.
you know, Fuck donate yeah. to the Patreon. Trey? At underscore period T-E-M-P-U-S underscore. Listen, uh, follow my social media there on Instagram. That's all I exist on is Instagram out of necessity. <laughs> uh, you know, so that, that's all my plug right now. Oh, and SoundCloud. Follow me on SoundCloud. Yes. I really need more people listening to my SoundCloud that aren't from the Balkans. <laughs> Yo, that so, a thing? Yes. Bro, the, the Almost po- all of my foreign audience is in like Macedonia and freaking uh, shout out DSPH Sounds. Probably bot farms. Bot farms. Not that you paid for them, but just like weird random bots that like find stuff. Because I get a lot of like, uh, for the podcast, I get random bot accounts that will um, like DM and be like, oh, uh, they're like trying to fish for like getting you to like join some the kind of thing. Of those like no, sex I, bots. Yeah, kind of, but they're like trying to do some kind of promotional thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I was uh, I was actually hit up to do a um, or to contribute to a um, to like a a, a a compilation for this like electronic like experimental electronic label out there called DSPH Sounds. Oh, cool. Shout yeah. out Sasa Pukowski. Uh, you're a real one. Uh, and then since then, I've had like. At least like a, f- a couple dozen like consistent viewer like listeners from that area. Macedonia. <laughs> yeah, we get we get a lot of listeners. Um, our top three locations for the podcast that listen: Port St. Lucie, Columbus, Ohio, and somewhere in Germany. <laughs> I don't know. Really? Where yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I got a lot of far from there, man. We have like five hundred listens Offenheim. from Ohio. Offenheim. And that's like the entire population. Ooh, yeah, our our entire foreign uh, foreign audience is from Ohio. That's a foreign audience. <laughs> I don't know. It's as foreign as it means. That is, those are our extra-dimensional listeners. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, y'all. All right. Uh, peace the fuck out. Don't be a creep. Um, and uh, also, wash your hands. Definitely Stop the bombs! Your-